We've heard the robot lady and we're ready to go. Hi, Betsy. Hello. How are you? I am doing pretty well. <laughs> I know. I'm like, pretty good. I'm here. <laughs> I'm <laughs> existing. Thanks. I'm going to be a little honest. I yeah. smoked a little weed for the first time in a oh, long time. I love this. A few minutes ago. So I am a little high right now. That's great. No, it's great because um, we're talking about intervention. <laughs> I know. Not, you're and high. I was and like, I'm, oh man. I wrote down, I'm like, she's addicted. She said she was addicted to weed. Uh, yeah, but I think it's more that she's addicted to be just being high in any way. No, possible. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I smoked earlier. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's Sunday. Well, you know, it's just like when you do it for the first time and like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll hit you. Yeah. I'm like, it'll get you. It'll know, get months you. And months and months and months. Yeah. Well, good. You probably, you, you deserve, yeah, you deserve that. Um, okay. So I'm just like a little bit, like, I'm being like, I took like one hit of weed. I got you. Like, I okay. got you. Don't worry about it. Um, well, I don't worry. I'll join you. I have my wine. I actually have my vape pen in here if I want it, but it's not, yeah. it's not a strong one. It's like a very, very mild one, but, um, but the, the wine is wine. So <laughs> I'm finishing my rosé. And then if I want to, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to or not, but if I decide to have another glass, I had, because I'm trying not to drink more than I need to, because I, <laughs> I mean, I'm fine during the week, but like when I record, sometimes I just don't pay attention and then I'm just like, mm. wow, like it's not, it's fine. And Kyler just laughs, laughs it off and, you know, because I, <laughs> I just go. Do you get hung over? Straight to bed. If I do that, I do. Yeah. If I just have like two glasses of wine, no, I'm pretty, not. I feel like yet. I get hung over so easily now. Well, I don't ever drink red wine because I will if I drink red wine because of the sugar. Mm. I guess it's the sugar. I don't know if it dries me out more. I've also been really good about because Kyler is somebody, my fiance, I know you know that, but audience, yeah. my fiance, Kyler, um, he is somebody who's just always been, I don't want to say he's a Boy Scout because he's not lame. No offense to Boy Scouts, but like that's usually an, an insult. Or Eagle Scout, you know. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's just like knows how to do shit. And like, he's just somebody that didn't have to get to adulthood to discover that like oh i can't just drink soda all the time like he's he's oh that's nice yeah he's a hydrator so all the time the whole time i've known him he's had a water bottle not like a plastic one but like a reusable water bottle by his side Mm -hmm. at all times it's like his little friend and um i've i've just become like him you know he never tried to make me but just through us so you've always got your water by your side too i do except mine is usually sparkling that's the difference Mm -hmm. because i have the soda is that lime no, it's just uh-huh. it's it's just the soda stream bottle. Although I do oh, have, gotcha. I do have lots of flavors, but this is just plain old water, and I'm thirsty because I just finished my. Um, Kyler and I were like, uh, we're so tired because this weekend, like, we did like a lot of family stuff, and which is great. Mm-hmm. A lot of wedding talk, a lot of wedding planning. Mm-hmm. We went to the venue again. Everybody has so many questions. We're answering the same questions. It's over and over again. And then people so have these questions, the things that were like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever. But yeah. sorry, what were you going like, to say? No, I was saying you have a venue picked out. Oh, yeah, we do. We have oh, a venue awesome. deposit and everything. Yeah, we're getting married in um, four months. July, August, September, October, November. 
Holy crap. I'm getting married in four months. That's crazy. What month uh, is that going to be? Is it November, December? November. November. Oh, I love that. I'm partial to end of November. Um, winter weddings. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I'd always Flash dreamed fall. of a, it's not like I was like, oh, I have to have a fall wedding. I always knew I didn't want to have a, a wedding where it was like hot and that's hard mm. to, that's really mm -hmm. hard to avoid. Same now. living in Texas yeah. though. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, it's hard to you're avoid. like, no, it, you cannot get married between yeah. like May and September. September. Sometimes October. Um, I mean, I've yeah. been to October weddings that were hot, were hot. They're still beautiful, but like, it just gets really warm. And especially mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the weddings I go to are, I live in a valley. Like we live in, I'm not in the valley, I'm in Silicon Valley. And especially where I'm from, because it's a valley, it makes it so much hotter. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. We wanted to be really um, lazy today. So we just decided to get like lunch, just like a bunch of pizza and other stuff mm -hmm. from this nearby place that so that sense. for the whole day we didn't have to worry about cooking or food we could just no i love those kinds of days where it's just, just like you know what let's yeah. just just hoard hoard some food and like just live off of it for the next 24 hours so i was finishing my my salad so i had to have mm. some fuel and would not get overly tipsy but what i was gonna say is if i decide to have more i do have my um i have i got a bottle of sauve blanc today nice. Oh, nice. I've got um, a beer Ooh, and nice. also my water. So, Woo! yeah, like I was going to say, good. my husband is the same. He's always got a cup of water next to him. Like he's God bless. always, and I'm always stealing it. That's like his number mm -hmm. one pet peeve of mine. He's like, you need to stop stealing in the middle of the night too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Cause you I get go so for thirsty. His water. You just, you know, the thing is I never want to share water. I don't know what it is. I'll share like, um, if I get like a drink, like a mimosa, like I'll let Ky Kyler will have like half of it. But for some reason, I'm weird about sharing water. I think it's a backwash thing. Like you can see the backwash. Oh yeah. Backwash is really gross. I won't even, I never finish. I know it doesn't mean anything, but like the last sip. I don't, I, I don't either because I have because issues. Of back of back but I'm like, backwash. okay. It's your own backwash. Yeah, I'm drinking still. it the whole time. But like, I feel like that last bit is the most concentrated. You yeah. You don't backwash. want to drink. It's like when you make what it's like when you make a drink with like a mix, you don't mm -hmm. drink the last sip because it's going to be all that powder that's right, in the exactly bottom. in this concentrated yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, unless and it's coffee hot. with the grinds yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, unless but it's hot, hot chocolate. That I don't know why. I, I actually don't have a thing for germs. I'm not a very like I don't get grossed out by germs. It's not that all. I think I'll, I'll get it's not that I think I'll get sick. It's just like gross mouth stuff. It's like if someone flossed in their stuff, right? Or in, t in toothbrush. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 kind of thing. Yeah. But whatever. Those are my issues. Let's talk about Pam's issues, shall we? Um, she's so fine. she's got them. Yes, she came prepared. Um, so today we are talking about intervention. This is the most current season, season twenty-two. So this is um, I do, I can't tell you what year it was filmed because they don't release that. But it I'm was assuming twenty seventeen because mm -hmm. because of the title card at the end, which I won't spoil. So these are, you know, they get released a while after they're made because this process takes a long time, especially if the person stays in recovery. Um, but anyway, that's really irrelevant. It aired, you know, within this year and um, episode 13, Pam. So I picked this episode. I mean, I like, obviously I watch all of them, um, but I had messaged Betsy a while back and asked if, uh, if you would cover this with me because I'm not going to give any like, personal details, but... I, there is someone in my life that is, uh, you know, currently in addiction, living, living in their addiction. Um, 
and, and all the other bad habits that come with it. I, I'm not in contact that with with that person at this time. Unfortunately, they're very angry with me. It sucks. Um, got some pretty bad like phone calls from their mom. Like it's just bad. But um, all I can do is like understand that I'm there's no way I can enable. And I did, I did enable before I truly understood what was going on. Cause this person was really good at covering for a while until they weren't. And just the cycle of Pam and kind of the way that she talks about her son and the way that her family really doesn't, as her sister says verbatim, doesn't give her a hard time about her raging addiction that it's like, well, of course she's not going to stop because she doesn't really truly understand how bad it is because everybody's at, walking around acting like she's fine. It's a big well, deal. Yeah. You know, I've dealt with her dad, yeah. you know, being a similar right. way for so long that I think. Exactly. And her dad's the only one that won't, that, that does make a big deal out of it to a point. I mean, obviously they called intervention. Yeah, because he understands probably the yeah. most. Obviously yeah. they called intervention and, and all that, but like. It's just, yeah, they don't seem to understand that you can't have a beer with your alcoholic sister. It's just yes, not. and she every, was going yeah, with her every time you, you know, do something. Not like to that. get ahead, but yeah, her sister is going with her to buy yeah. drugs and just acting. Yeah, and that's how and that's how addicts manipulate you too. They'll be like, "See, we're just hanging out. You're having a beer. I'm having a beer. It's the same thing." It's like no, because I'm gonna go home to my house that I have and not continue to drink all night till I pass out. Not continue to drink exactly like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, um, it's the, it's like, and I don't at least for her, it seems but... like, I don't know about every other addict, but like, at mm-hmm. least for her, it seems like once she starts, she's not going to stop. Oh, and, and that's she's... essentially what she said too yeah. later she's... on when she's talking about like drinking, how much she drinks. And she's like, yeah, she's like, if I, have I drink this money, much, drink I have more. to drink this much, but if I have more money, I will just I'll drink, drink as more. much as I can. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. I'm just trying to line up my clips because guys, um, remember when I said on euphoria that I didn't know how to record clips Well, I'm getting a little better. I mean, I did, but in a really, really roundabout way that was very time consuming. Um, so now I'm kind of doing it like a gamer, but as Betsy can attest to, um, I didn't do a great job visually, but thankfully none of y'all can see it. So let's I just need to clarify. I am not a gamer. I oh, do not. I, I will not never identify as one. That's my husband. That's oh, how I know. I got... <laughs> I, oh, I know you're not. I know it's your no, husband. No, I know. Just kidding. Same with mine. I'm like, do it's... not label me as a gamer. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying I, re- <laughs> I, kidding, I took, yeah. I took clips like a gamer with, with, oh, okay, with, okay. with the, with the, software that gamers use but because i'm not actually like playing a game and capturing it i didn't even know that the picture would show up so like you're gonna see like the corner of some people's faces in these clips (laughs) just sit back and enjoy um so the first clip that i'm going to play um is it's just an establishing clip uh and then we'll get in we'll talk some more there's there's lots to talk about besides just the stats but yeah she's gonna tell us her addictions and some of these clips are simply so you can under, or especially this first one, so you can understand um, how bad her addiction is, how bad her health is when you listen to her voice. Um, she's, and it's not just because she's like been screaming the night before. It's just she's, she's really she's thrashed her vocal cords because of just all of the 
different drugs that she's consuming. We said, we mentioned the alcohol and the weed, but what she's doing primarily is speed, <laughs> which is meth, which is. Okay. So what do you different. think? She, yeah. Is, is that what, 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 what do they mean by speed? Speed is. Cause what, what is whatever, that? Like, is that a specific meth. drug? I thought it referred. Okay. No, it's meth. Every time like I've Chris, heard it. Like Chris. Yeah. Every time I've heard somebody say speed on this show, they've used it interchangeably with meth um at, uh, comment or at me let me know if, if you know otherwise i'm not saying that that's the truth on the street but every time in that's his, my husband and he said amphetamine like it just exactly. like broadly it could be any amphetamine that's totally yeah. true usually speed just means it's an illegal amphetamine mixture yeah. which is yes. gen- which is what meth is okay because so i'm not is, sure if it was like yeah. a specific drug or if it's just like a broad like a well the thing about umbrella meth, term for it is illegal amphetamine i mean meth is essentially an umbrella term like it's a mix oh, of okay. thing yeah because it's people cut their meth with all kinds of different so nasty much. shit okay yeah, yeah well yeah that's true Ugh. anyway interesting um and also, i don't know sorry. i'm sorry no, if i sound like so i, do, should, I don't know yeah you should I mean. definitely know all about drugs what is wrong <sighs> with you <laughs> just kidding i'm glad you don't i'm glad you're like what i don't want I to ask my husband's opinion because he's been on legal amphetamines yeah. half oh. his life so oh really since he like, was for like 11 80, yeah ADD adhd uh, same gotcha. one same milligram since he was 12 it's wow like, good that's for a, him that's amazing that's awesome yeah i work with a lot of people with ADD and adhd and it can be really tricky finding the balance um but it's amazing what it can do it's twin um, brother too same thing yeah both oh, that of makes them. sense it's interesting I, for, yeah. I forgot i forgot he had a twin um okay mm-hmm. so um did i tell you i knew someone that had a twin uh, dated a twin and then ended up dating the other twin and they lived together i mean I, I, how long were it's like once you meet the family there's no going back but if she uh-huh. hadn't met the family yet it was like 10 like, years later it was 10 it was like 10 years later she oh okay that's them. not understandable i mean that's completely because that's what hey, my date, husband is identical i know i never dated twin. him no <laughs> oh, shit but, did i just um, walk into something no, no it was, but we knew we, we all knew each other in college and it was yeah i mean maybe it was like, maybe not 10 years later i don't know it's hard to not be like yeah he's obviously like a good looking yeah yeah the interesting thing about these twins is they were they they were so different in their lifestyle that they didn't really look identical anymore but it also turned out that one of them because one of them was dating my friend this is the only reason i knew and then this girl had dated his brother or had dated him, sorry, had dated him. So this is why it was weird. Okay, she had dated twin A, mm-hmm. okay, who, who, who my friend was at the time dating and like really into. But she's, as, as far as it was communicated like through the grapevine, she was still really hung up on twin A. Okay. But, so she would go, but, but in order to hang out with him all the time, she would do it under the guise of hanging out with his brother who he lived with because twin a had a girlfriend i don't like that That, that's yeah so she would start sleeping with twin b Mm. loudly so that my friend and his would like get jealous twin a would hear it yes i mean (laughs) but you said they were very different yeah i think they did look a lot they did look very different well one was actually when i met my husband like the first night we hung out his brother was there it was me and my roommate and him and his brother and they told us they were twins and we're like no no you're not oh really 
Yeah. Well, no, because mean, it's not, it's they, not the they looked, they had such a different look at the time. To me, it's not the twin thing. It's the brother thing, honestly. I don't care if they look alike or not. That's true. Or close brothers, too. It's close the, brother, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of... Like, uh, like yeah. best friends. Like, these guys, like... I mean, like they bought and then a house if together. you're a normal person, too, like, you don't have, like, an identity as a twin. You know? Twin is not, right. like... It's yeah. not, like, your thing these, as these an guys, adult. It was kind and of... And so you kind of, I think, try and almost go the opposite way and just make sure that you're different. Yeah. At least that's... What I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm just brother. being. I'm being a little snot right now, but I just thought it was really. That is re- that that one is. Well, I mean, it just. I didn't like petty. her in high school. I didn't like her in high school, so that didn't confirm. So this is somebody. I should be doing this on after hours, but I don't care. They're not going to listen to my podcast. This is somebody <laughs> who I already didn't like because when I was in eighth grade, I had a a little. I had a boyfriend, quote unquote. I mean, we never did anything except kiss. But still, right. He was yeah, my boyfriend. I was I was young. I, it meant I had one of those. And yeah, and similar age. He, for whatever weird reason, he like decided to skip half of eighth grade and go up to ninth grade. If you're out there, you know who you are. I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but you always like my posts. So send me a DM if if you're listening. I'm not gonna say your name, buddy. Um, but he was my quote unquote boyfriend in eighth grade until he left. It's fine. Um, because he was really smart. So he start he went to high school a little early it was sort of weird though because like he had like he was really socially like popular where we were but mm-hmm. i guess it was just purely ap- academic but then he like was interesting that's like half a semester yeah and he went he went to the high school where we all ended up you know we only had one mm-hmm. high school um and then i remember she was like taking her top off or something and like trying to make out with him and I found out about that. And that, to me, she was a year older. She's a year older mm-hmm. than me. To me, I was like, top up. Like, I'm such a yeah. like, virginal, little, oh innocent girl. And I'm like, this woman, like, you know, this, this exotic older woman. She's like a year, mm-hmm. maybe two years. <laughs> so I already didn't like her because of that. And then um, uh, she, after I broke up with my, uh, I'm totally telling on myself, like, if people that know will know I don't care after I finally broke up with my ex like that I had that was like the really abusive relationship and violent and shitty well mm-hmm. obvious obviously I like I did the thing where you still t- still talk to them before you realize like that uh yes shit. yeah um yeah and, mm-hmm. and he, you go back to them a few times but not and you know. that bitch sorry that girl I have a very similar ex <laughs> worked that girl worked where he worked and I knew I knew when we were still together I knew I didn't like that she worked there I just knew as soon as we broke up guess who starts dating and I'm like good luck go get beat you know up what? Girl. you deserve there was it. this girl that she okay so it seems like she's like followed you kind of all throughout your life from high school onward yeah it's I have weird. a very similar girl who and I'm also telling on myself not that do it you know. <laughs> but um in high school she dated my brother for oh. like two years my brother I have a brother who's two years older than me okay I have quite I have a few more or a couple yeah, more yeah, yeah just him. um his, so he was the one I was always in school with and the school I went to actually was eighth grade through 12th oh, just okay. because it was a new school or uh, Actually, my first year was eighth grade through eleventh, and then it was ninth through twelfth. Mm-hmm. It was so. This is just the way they did it, and um, not that any of that matters. But I don't she care. Dated, ramble. She, 
<laughs> she dated him in high school and they were like very serious you know and I, yeah. I was like uh, I think she was the year between us you know so she was a little... okay after that after high school <laughs> she dated my baby daddy oh no mm-hmm after we already had our baby together. So oh, my no. son so was like, and see, she that's exactly what so I'm talking about. So mean weird. To me. She would just, she was just Such mean. A bitch. like for no reason. She would just say really mean things. Jealousy. And then after that, she dated, hey, I had, I, I uh, had an ex-boyfriend, a guy I dated and lived with for like a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then after we broke up, she dated him. What the fuck? That's insane. Yeah, at least with this one, this girl. I feel like she's followed. Like, like, leave me alone. Single white female. Did you move to get away from her? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but I actually look, you know, I look her up sometimes on Facebook. And Oh, please. Uh, trust me. I do that with I don't think pl- she has pl- one, though. Plenty so of, it's, plenty it's... of w- w- girls that were bitches to me when, when I was younger. And I look and I'm like, I'm satisfied when their lives are not going well. <laughs> You, you seem, uh, you know, like I'm happy for you. Hey, but, if hey, if somebody was fucking mean to me on purpose repeatedly, and I'm not she even was, she yeah. was like, and then like there was even a point where she was definitely online bullying me because I was this oh, part, God. I was part of like a um forum. Mm-hmm. I I love forums like, and then I yeah, had yeah, my yeah. son. I was like on this um young mom forum it's actually how sure. i met one of my best friends who i'm still Aww. friends with that's awesome. today she has son she has on my son's age um anyway she found this so this girl who dated all these people we'll call her mary Dorothy. oh mary okay okay um she found like one of my online friends strictly online someone who i still am an online friend with today but like i've never met just like a yeah totally uh-huh and uh she f- somehow found this person like i don't know how she must have been I, so she's like I don't know. and then they would like you. online bully me together over the most ridiculous things like i can't believe you put a blanket on your baby don't you know those cause sids <laughs> yeah leave your baby sh- shivering and cold that's, that's which i mean okay you're uh, like uh, but it's not like i had like piles of stuffed animals around him it's like a single like a uh, swaddle blanket like just so this of. this woman without a child was bullying you about and then she would mothering? yeah tell me i should use my child support to get plastic surgery to, like <gasps> fix my boobs wow because like i breastfed yeah she was wow. so mean why like she why i never even she, talked to her she, she would wanted just, to like, like my mom would be like betsy just just block her and i would every time yeah. i'm like i don't want like yeah. leave me alone i think really? she hated my brother that had a lot to do with it she had like a lot of resentment towards him because that was like the first guy she dated and she would hang out with my family all the time like she would come over to our house and hang out oh. with us, and I bet she and really like come liked over that. on Thanksgiving, and, you know. I, like, I bet she really liked that. And then when she lost it, she was like, well, "Fuck you, Betsy! Why do you get to have everything I don't have?" You know what I mean? And then not, she not yeah, that you did anything she wrong. Like <laughs> literally, like following. Okay, that has been wow. So Pam, stalk, stalk, stalker <laughs> hour. No, I love it. I this is this is why we. She was like so cute too. So, so like like 
sweet. Yes. Oh, like, that, the, yeah, the girl. That's what the girl I'm talking about too. She was. I mean, she is not unattractive. Don't get me wrong. Yes, yeah. it's, it's just that that behavior is just weird. Um, yeah. um, she's very very pretty. Why, why else would I hate her so much? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, well, I mean that's part of it too. It's I'm like jo- yeah. because she had because then they have the ability. That's not why you hate them, but it's then no, they I, have it more of an ability yeah. because. She's like, why are you bothering? Why are you doing this? Go move on. You're better than this. It doesn't seem as weird if it's coming from a really pretty girl. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Pam. Sorry, we're neglecting you, Pam. (laughs) Um, So the first clip, the first clip is um, I called it drugs and dinner because basically what's happening in this scene and we'll get into the dynamics of Pam's family, but Pam is dining with her mother and her sister's and maybe a cousin and I'm not totally sure and they're all at dinner and you'll hear her you you'll know her voice um because it's so uh hoarse but basically she's at dinner with the family and they're talking about how you know she uses casually in front of them she can't go very long without it um etc so I'm just gonna let the clip play before I say everything that's in it sorry like I said you guys (laughs) I'm still learning. Pam's always on drugs, always high. Even family dinners, any event that we ever try and plan or go to, we know that she's snorting drugs. Yeah. I need like a, a flat surface. Yeah. Dessert. I just want to point out that that's her sister that's like a flat surface. Like she's like, yeah, I just need a flat surface to crush all my meth on. Like, and her, she's just sitting around a table shooting the shit with her family. Like, this is so bizarre to me. Yeah, her sister is very nonchalant about all of it. That's it the seems. perfect word for it. Regardless of how she feels, she acts nonchalant. She must not know how else to act. So here we go. Sorry. Everything's like... Speed is what I do daily cheap it's accessible it's the most easy going low maintenance high the drugs in pam's life have definitely changed her not only physically but mentally as well she's ruining her voice box from smoking snorting alcohol dehydration sometimes she says she doesn't sleep for days and days and uh, we're not really that entertaining for Pammy for too long. She'll tolerate us for a few hours, and then she's gone. When Pam- Okay, sorry, we almost got into early days too early. You know what I'm thinking is maybe everyone in this family, not everyone, but mm-hmm. a lot of people, most people, like, drinks a lot. And, like, Certainly maybe possible. even does some, like, do some drugs, like, probably smoke weed which you know whatever and like other drugs even possibly and so that's why they seem so comfortable because i don't know sure she's probably the worst because now she's homeless she doesn't have her son but the mom left the mom left the husband specifically because of drugs and alcohol yeah that's true maybe not in their house yeah. yeah true okay but I mean, that would make sense. That's why it's so bizarre, is because we it's like don't, not we not don't like see you, maybe not use drugs, but maybe they just like drink a lot, and so sure. she thinks because she seems yeah. drunk well, a lot of the time. To this me. is like, not the only family that normalizes addiction because they think, oh, we have a yeah. handle on it because they're doing it here in front of us, and we can monitor them. That that that's really mm-hmm. common. So you, yeah, whether they're using or not, 
or who knows maybe some of them are using because of her and they're just not telling it i don't happens. yeah i don't think they that happened they didn't too. seem to be using speed no but like drinking more or you know yeah. using alcohol she does have a younger sister a half sister which we'll get into um so obviously in intervention fashion um right after we see this kind of alarming uh tableau uh we hear liz talking about the sorry her mother is liz talking about you know who how how it was in the early days and you know the background and i'll play a little bit of this um the one thing that was on the screen that wasn't uh, said out loud is that pam who's 36 has been on drugs and alcohol for 16 years so since she's 20. um but yeah. they kind of they kind of um uh explained that more because she was obviously doing stuff before she was 20 um but like there was a little gap mm -hmm. there where she had her son that's what i that's exactly what i wrote down yeah. I said, okay so what happened between 18 so what happened she gets kicked out of her mom's at 15 yes because she doesn't get along with her stepdad because her stepdad i'm, sorry, I'm looking at my notes yeah, yeah. he's he's abusive she's yes. I and, and I picks mean, on her and her mom chooses the dad stepdad over the daughter which yeah and then so then or you're like okay so fuck you all then mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go to my dad even though he's sure he's an addict you're a teen so but of course she's she didn't like, even yeah, realize the extent no one's of it. gonna be monitoring me i can do whatever i want and then there's the whole concept of parental so then she gets into harder drugs and her dad she gets so bad that her dad her addict father kicks mm -hmm. her out at 18. that's crazy too, so because and he's shooting coke at this time. So what is she doing that's like getting her kicked out? And, and then, yeah, like you said, there's that big gap from 18 to I think 30, she was, 30, 31 yeah. when she had her son. I, Yeah, that's true. I think she um, honestly was just, it was erratic behavior. I don't think it was simply the doing of the drugs. It was the behavior coming around her. Like just, she. it says, she, you know, she goes and parties with, all these like bad influences because no one's monitoring her and you know somebody right. like, well, he, like that yeah, he'd be her dad would disappear for and like as, as much as she likes that he's he like easy going of course she's i'm sure she's dying for attention and she the only way she got attention in, in her mom's house it was it was negative she had to misbehave and at a point she was like why should i behave my stepdad is an asshole fine i'll give you what you want i'll be a i'll be a pest um and then i'm that probably started up at dad's as soon as she felt neglected and had access to drugs you know she just she's really young she's going out of control that's my assumption um but yeah so i guess she, it wasn't consistent use until she was around 20 because she got kicked out of her dad's at 18. Um, i mean yeah yeah and, and, sorry i'm trying to plug it something I'm that's fine and her mom, charger, sorry. that's totally okay and her mom said well I offered her the chance to come home, but she said, no, that was her choice. It's like, come home to the abuse. Who kicks? And also like, yeah, don't kick your kid out. 15, when 15. I, don't, I don't care how, how like much they yeah. bother you. There's still your responsibility. She didn't commit a crime. She just, no. you didn't like her you stupid asshole. Like, you can't just like, yeah. If, no, you don't if, abandon Also, if, you, if your 15 year old is having that many problems that they're needing it's to probably get out, you. maybe you should look inward. Exactly. Yeah. Instead Dude, of 15, like blaming the problems so outward. Hard. My son is 12. <sighs> when I'm like in three years, if I felt like I needed to kick him out, 
He's still you a know, baby. I'm like, I bet no, in your mind, what? in your he's mind, you're like, like, he's going to live here forever. What are you talking about? 12 well, is young. Yeah, 12 is young. Yeah. Like, I, no, I mean, just like, I mean, he's obviously that. not a baby, but like, he, like, I have to remind him to brush his teeth. Like, you're not yeah. kicking him. <laughs> you're in three not years. Mature. I'm going to kick him out. Yeah, like, and if you can take care of yourself at that age, that's sad because that means that you've been neglected, right? So, but she can't. Like, well, she has, yeah. She has no, or, yeah. Yeah, she has no abilities to take care of herself at this point. Yeah. She just goes from home to home. So I'm going to play a little bit of the childhood stuff. And then we'll talk about, we'll get more into depth about the stepdad and what happened there. I might just play those back to back, actually. We'll see what happens. Thanks for being um, tolerant, everybody, with my new <laughs> video learning. Hello was born. It was just wonderful. It was the best day of my life. The best day of my life. She was the easiest baby in the world. I could take her anywhere and just a happy, happy child. I'd let Liz sleep and I would take off to work on the Sunday with Pam for two, three hours. Every Sunday morning, that was her ritual. That was the best times I find. Just me and her. When I was four and a half, my sister, Jenny, was born. It was a pride in my life. I would say I did two things right. I had two kids. At that time, we were living in Toronto. Life was fun. Life was good. It was a lot of positivity. We seemed very happy, but life took a little bit of a turn. My father was... Okay, so we get it... Uh... Sorry, it's captured on a really awkward yeah. face. Um, we get a, a caption that says around that time, um, Pamela's grandmother, her father's mother, was diagnosed with cancer and died. And this is where his addiction begins. And so he she's spirals. Gonna, he spirals. So she's going to describe that. Pretty, pretty wrecked about it. His mom had just died. My grandma. It wasn't easy. It was the hardest part of my life, actually. And I just started using drugs, started smoking pot. Then I met cocaine. And then the first time I shot up cocaine, I knew I was addicted to it. I never stopped. But, um... All right. So, that's the end of that clip. Um, that just gives us insight into, like, the dad. So the addiction started really early. It's, it's what interrupted their life. And unfortunately... Um, to turn my page unfortunately even though her mother left i mean i'm not on her mom's side because of what happens with the stepdad but her mom did ori originally leave with leave him with her kids because he kept getting put in jail on top of his drug use and she had enough she it wasn't a safe place for children or for the wife mm -hmm. for that matter and but pam really to this day resents her mom because she says i missed my dad i was a daddy's girl um mm -hmm. so she she has a lot of denial or like is willfully um ignorant about why her mom would have had to do that because she's in the throes of addiction herself so she's kind of like well you left him you know so that means you would leave me kind of and then the whole thing with the stepdad like she stood by well while her daughter was being abused and so i'm gonna let this clip play it's short they're all kind of short it's just context um I think it's really weird that it's not just the mom, but the uh, sister, like her her full sister that are like, 
I don't know. It almost seems like they still have a relationship with the stepdad. He's just not part of the show. Like they divorced, but. Oh, you think so? Well, they don't see, they sort of like, they all stood by. They're not like, that guy was an asshole. I'm so mad. They're just like, yeah. It might be for the sake of the other sister. Maybe. You know, that being her dad. Yeah, that's a good point. So here's Jenny, her full bio sister talking about um, the, the marriage and how living with the stepdad was for all of them, primarily for Pam. I never stopped. But um, everything else about him was challenging. A lot of the times we'd come home, you know, from school, he'd be yelling and belittling. My stepfather is verbally and emotionally abusive. He would get mad and ignore you for months. He always seemed to take things out on Pamela. I guess because she was older, should know better. Um, put a lot of stress on Pam. My my stepfather made me feel inferior, bad, just like a nuisance. I feel like he might have like robbed me of my childhood. They had a terrible relationship. They did not get along at all. And when Pam was 15, 16, our stepdad kicked her out. Really, it was just the final straw, the final fight between her and my stepdad. My mother, I mostly blamed her for never sticking up for me. All right. So that pretty much spells it out for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame her for being mad at her mom at all. I, I, I'm not supporting her decisions, but she really was abandoned. There's this terrible man treating her like shit. No one's protecting her. She's a child. Her mom's like, well, sorry. They're all blaming her because she's the oldest. She yeah. should know, but the and oldest child always gets, you yeah. know, a lot of the responsibility and like, you should know better type stuff. Yeah. To be clear, she's not using any type of substance at this time. It's simply fighting. Her stepfather is picking fights with her and she's already been through a lot. And I guess she's obstinate, hard to deal with. And I wonder if since he wasn't physically abusing her, Mm -hmm. the mom and sister were able to be like, well, you know, like they're just fighting. They just don't get along. A lot of times, like if someone's not being physically abused, like. It gets explained away. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, they do it with the drugs. Why wouldn't they do it with abuse? Um, So they're just very like Midwestern, I would say. I know they're in Canada, but they're very much just like, no. We just won't talk about it. It's okay. We're, gonna, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna just going to have dinner. Anyway, um, so yeah, most of this takes place in Montreal. I forgot to say that, but they did live in Toronto for a time. Um, so she ends up moving back or moving to live with her dad, her who is still a full-fledged addict after 11 years without seeing him. So she's back in Montreal um, and her dad lives with his brother, Uncle Bob, Another example of someone who stood idly by. I don't understand, Bob. You lived in the house you, while your brother was, like, shooting up. And then you were like, yeah, let's bring the kid here. That's a good yeah. man. And, and he would disappear. Yeah. Were you not, were you just working all the time, Bob? Like, I know you're mad, but what the fuck? Why did you allow that? Like, why did anybody allow this to happen? You know, I wonder what was going on. Yeah. Something was who probably knows? going on there with him, Bob, too. Bob's like, like a you, sex you, addict. You, <laughs> 
He's got his own. <laughs> he's just—he's like a kleptomaniac. Yeah, he's, like he's really like, busy actually, all day, all he's day. Like, I'm really like, into BDSM. I can't deal with your guys' problem. Oh yeah, he's just, with his dumb. Stay out of the dungeon, okay? <laughs> the dungeon all day. Oh my god, he's like, look, guys, like, guys, I have too much. Going going to the dungeon, okay? <laughs> Soundproof for a reason. Locking the doors. All I right. won't be able to hear you. Oh god, Uncle Bob. Okay, so um. <laughs> Their impression is it was great at first until dad's suddenly shooting up. I guess he had stopped shooting up for a while, oh. but now, now he's, that's, he made it sound like that, but that's then he's he said, right? shooting yeah. up. Yeah. He, cause he says, now I'm shooting up and taking, uh, shooting up intravenously taking off for days. Um, then, and this is when Pam turns to drugs. So it's definitely before she's 20, but I understand to say that someone's addicted is different to say that someone's using, um, and yeah, dad like as you said dad the addict is the one that actually um has to kick her out so uh, here's a little clip of like kind of various accounts of oh what it was like when she was living with dad and you'll hear there's like delusion on mom's end for sure and it's pretty angering to me anyway so let's turn our volume up and listen and wait till it plays. It's great for a while, but when my dad, my dad's problems started like slowly manifesting itself. He started using intravenous drugs, cocaine. He would disappear for days. You don't know if he's alive or dead. It was a shock to me to see what was going on in the house. I was petrified, scared. I imagine her. So that's Bob. Also, I feel like Bob is ESL from French because, yeah, I think he spoke French originally because he Interesting. Because he has, I didn't catch that. Well, they're in Montreal, so that's why I'm assuming. I'll listen. French. Yeah, well, but. Yeah. Canadian accent, for sure. Canadian, French-Canadian and he also like he has trouble with some words so i don't know how much he grew up with i don't know how well i don't know the relationship between like, like you think he's trying to translate himself to english yeah i think he's a native he, okay i think yeah, he's a native, native french speaker i mean he's okay. doing a great job with english that's not a yeah that, i didn't even catch it so yeah um, the only reason i bring it up is it, it it makes me think like well the dad isn't doesn't have that so i'm just curious like they're brothers but how close are they and were they really were they really different just half they, siblings yeah. who were raised in different households were they really just roommates at this point and that's why he didn't get involved like maybe here we go yeah like yeah like it wasn't a good environment for a 16 year old but when you're using and, and drinking and that you don't really notice that you know after six months or eight months or whatever the time that she was living with us she started to change she started to meet other people around Montreal, and she started to get into the, the heavier drugs. She's seen me do so many things that uh, it's hard to tell someone that don't do this when you're doing it. It was slowly over time that it became every day, every minute that was controlled by alcohol and drugs. Just getting blackout drunk and things were just crumbling, you know? All right, so things were crumbling, and then she gets kicked out, so that'll help. Um, <laughs> right. uh, things were crumbling so my dad decided the best solution was to make it worse was to kick me out and give me zero help that's great um, support I mean not like money okay so she feels abandoned once again and how could you not okay 
I didn't do anything wrong. My life just sucked from the beginning and no one wants me. Thanks. I did what I tried to do what mom wanted. I tried to do what dad wanted. I did drugs with him and now he, I'm, I'm ruining his I love that intervention is essentially like what not sometimes. I mean, and I understand these stories are so condensed and there's so much absolutely things there's, we're missing and and yeah. <laughs> life is things going on like right 100%. there's no good there's no good guy and bad guy right like in the story it's yes. right but um it's also just like a what not to do as a parent <laughs> oh my god seriously it is it is and it's one of those episodes where the intervention is more about the family than it is about the right girl, the patient mm-hmm. like this is and i love that <laughs> well yeah we'll get there I'll, I'll and i'll tell you what i like about what something the dad says at the uh intervention that i like oh yeah yeah i i please yeah share your thoughts with me um so the next thing we see or hear about is um she so she's couch surfing um mom says come home but as i said according to mom it was her choice not to and so that's how mom excuses herself for not intervening with her child way back when um and then but then pam meets um a boyfriend that she ends up really falling in love with um and she's with him for a while and then she uh gets pregnant so this is obviously many years later because her son is four and so this is like yeah four and a half. Couch surfing and using like we we really blip over a time period um, in 12 years 12 years yeah I, i'm but she did like that's the thing again with like the 16 years it's like where'd you get that number because she's clean when she has when she's pregnant she stays clean for i think about two years maybe maybe not that long she does she stays clean for a reasonable amount of time yeah well yeah um yeah i mean look he looks about at least one in that picture so Right, exactly. And she, I think she says it. I have the clip, but I think she, she speaks to how long, um, how long until having a baby really just screwed up everything between her and her partner. And that led to her using and that led to, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. so um, and I'm sure, I mean, look, it's like, and especially with mental health issues, like having oh, a child is holy shit can be somebody else is depending on you now and you have all these issues. Yeah. Can be mentally like, crippling and yeah and and then you're living with an well no i guess she wasn't living with an addict she wasn't living with a dad but who knows what her and her boyfriend were doing at that time like i'm sure she was clean but maybe they were drinking a lot and then you know like yeah or he was just young and i mean who knows what it's just hard he doesn't have coping Mm. skills so you have a bad you have a bad relationship which just makes parenting worse like yeah or i mean just makes um having a child like even worse yeah (laughs) like i can terrible and she doesn't have any like experience she doesn't have any coping skills she wasn't parented so mm-hmm. it's going to be really challenging especially challenging for her yeah and, she, and that's right she has no model to no not even to look us. at figure out what to do not even a little bit like yeah it's it's pretty self medicate yeah i'm sure it started probably with just yeah, self-medicating maybe. Oh, that. I'm sure. Probably, like you said, weed and drinking, as it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was sober when she was pregnant. She was so happy to be a mom. Um, and she said it's pure love, you know. Um, and then according mm-hmm. to so the fam- the family is that she was very doting with, with the child. Um, and then this 
clip that I have, because we don't know the son's name because it's it's protected, um, because he's only four and he his father currently has full custody of him for obvious reasons. Um, so this clip is called Motherhood, um, and it's just going to explain sort of the what we were just talking about and give some insight into like how Pam felt about things, how her family felt about things and how they degraded over time and just how it contributes to her. Like you didn't think her self-esteem could get lower and then it does. So here we go. It's probably going to be frozen for a minute or like be quiet for a second. So um, it's just a still of her standing with sister, sisters and friends and her baby. And she looks totally different. There's a photo. Pam was a great mom. She was super attentive. Every time he a little whimpered or a little moved, she had to pick him up. So she was very doting, very controlling. I think they both were. But I can understand that as a first child. And then mom raises her eyebrows after she says controlling. I think they both were like, okay. Yeah, I caught Yeah, probably mm -hmm. what you were alluding to, like the fighting was probably intense. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Well, you stress of parenthood. That's what I'm saying. Like having a kid makes yeah. or breaks you like as a couple. A hundred percent. Yeah. And this is where like, yeah. you go stronger or it like can you devastate you. And I've experienced both. And it's, yeah. It's, yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, kids, illness, <laughs> I guess. It's the true. True. Of. I mean, it, life change, like yeah. a, like a significant life change. Where you and from, have, yeah. Where you have to put others first, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, anyway, she doesn't shed light on what the arguments were like or how her boyfriend treated her, but she does comment a little bit on it. Arguing all the time and like a deteriorating relationship. I was miserable at home again. Two years later, there's one like poof, full force. I knew Pam really was in trouble when Pamela was partying with all the boys that are next door. Just a nightmare, drugs, cocaine, and her son was standing at the top of the stairs just crying for his mom. Okay, so that's fucking heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Um, so it was two years. I didn't just pull that out of thin air. <laughs> um, so she says, according to Pam, she's, in case you couldn't understand, she said... Uh, you know, after two years, I just went full force, you know, just, you know, they have a lot of footage of her doing drugs. Yeah. And partying, you know, she and goes partying like, well, she was like snorting it, whatever. And like yeah. a lot of those little clip videos that they had of her. And, like, I have to be like really honest. This drinking. part, this part is like one of the biggest parts that reminds me of the person that's in my life that, that is not correct. Does I she have a are you comfortable saying, does she have any children? Yes. And okay. See, that that's... Mm. This is what I wrote down. <laughs> Stress causes relationship to fall apart, causes misery, causes drug and alcohol relapse. And that it explains it. That's exactly the same. And that's yes. what that's what Pam was... To... It's, horri it's horrifying. That's what Pam was doing. Instead of being with her son, she was so miserable. And I understand the misery is real. I understand that. But it, she avoids it by going next door to hang out with people that they're there that are doing drugs mm -hmm. and drinking and that and it's hard yeah, yeah. and then leaves yeah. and she, especially with a history of addiction and no understanding of why it's happening or what to do about it like she's she's mm -hmm. not she was sent out into the world 
fully unprepared. I mean, mm -hmm. we can't, we can't knock that. We can't not acknowledge that. Um, and it's really hard. And I also feel that way about the person that I love that's in my life. I feel that there was just so much parental damage that it was just kind of like, not, not a, a really particularly abusive parents, except for her stepfather, but just like irresponsible, unequipped, 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 yes. like, yes. which is ill-equipped. I don't know. Really ill-equipped. There we go. What well, is it? We got there. We got there. <laughs> Something we, not, we, we, we know what we mean. <laughs> you know what we mean. Um, we're just trying to explain. No, yeah, um, exactly. Just ill-equipped, maybe selfish. I would say selfish. And I will say, I'm not going to spill their their tea. I'm sure. But um, there's, you know, definitely a lot that they can talk about that really did. That was absolutely, truly trauma. That's all I'll say. And I I, I um, appreciate that. And I understand that. And I, I have trauma too. And I have also dealt with it inappropriately. And I'm not trying to say that I'm in the same shoes. Um, but it's, it's, there's no way around... There's no way to rationalize the behavior. It's just not okay. It's not okay for her. It's not okay for her son. It's not okay for her boyfriend at the time. It's not okay for her family. It's not. It, bottom line, it's not okay for her, right? The bottom line is she has to think about herself, and she's she's destroying herself, Pam. So um, anyway, she's obviously unable to parent. So boyfriend breaks up with her, and I'm assuming very easily gets full custody. So now she has no home. She has no family. Um, she, and at this point, six years or four years later, cause she's 36 or actually two years later, because this happened when her son was two. So she's homeless again. Um, and she was recently evicted from an apartment in Montreal, which she asked her father to help her pay rent on and he refused. And that's why they haven't spoken in five months. And that will come up in a bit, but in case you couldn't tell from that, dad is now sober and he's not condescending. I, I want to make that clear. Dad is not condescending. He does not think that he is like fucking Jesus and a genius because he got sober now. And that means that nothing's his fault. It's just, um, he, you know, he's only, he can't do a whole lot. You know, he was never a dad. He can't change that. Um, I feel like I lost one of my papers, but I don't know how that's possible. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I have another clip. Because the next thing we move into after this, wait, let me make sure that I'm not missing anything on my little handwritten notes that got like grease on them somehow. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Here's something I definitely wanted to mention. Um, so really like she says she couch surfs, but her primary like tactic for finding, I wouldn't call it housing, but a place to stay that she feels safe um, is staying in homeless camps and homeless communities because she is homeless. I didn't catch that. Yeah. So she goes to these homeless camps and she's saying like, well, at least here, you know, you might be, you know, a drug addict and whatever, but you still get respect for being a trooper. Like that's yeah. where it's come to for her. Um, and then it was a very short clip. Um, and then it blips over to um, Jenny coming to visit her after not seeing her for nine months. Jenny is her sister, her full sister. And this is a very, this clip is called Jenny enables. So I just want you guys to listen. You're yeah. going to be obvious. Um, I, I don't know if this is, I wonder how bad her addiction was nine months ago. The last time she saw her, she does not seem shocked to see what she it's does like. not. No, she doesn't seem shocked at all. And like the dinner party obviously was filmed around the same time. Oh, um, true. And maybe she had seen her like a day before and they told her to, uh, I think they 
probably filmed this first. I think they're being genuine when they okay. say it's been nine months. Okay. They probably, you know, they, they air things out of order because it's a documentary, which I'm fine mm-hmm. with, you know, I'm yeah. fine with that. Um, so, but either way, yeah, nonchalant, the word you used is, I feel is ad- completely appropriate. So here yeah. we go. Um, so Jenny enables is the next clip. And I'm not trying to be mean about Jenny. I know Jenny cares. And Jenny was raised by the same parents. So mm-hmm. it's not like she has a lot of resources. I haven't seen Pammy in nine months. You're still kind of in my party clothes. I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Tired. Her lifestyle looks sad and lonely. Not 20 anymore. It's three day hangover. That's it. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So here she is commiserating, like, "Oh, it's so true. Hangovers suck." But that's that's what I caught too, because because I kind of joked to myself, and she said the two day hangover, three day hangover thing. Yeah. Oh, true. But then I was like, "No, you don't." But you don't say that in that. You don't say that. No, I would. You don't say to an addict like, "Oh, that's normal. It's fine." (laughs) You're right. In that moment, like, haha, funny. We're just laughing along. But you it could almost tell. seems like she's kind of opening up and being like, yeah. hey, look how bad it is. And Jenny but doesn't, and the Jenny doesn't just laughs. Yeah. Jenny doesn't want to shut her down. Jenny thinks she's being supportive by being kind about the hangover. But support, real support is, dude, no. I, you want, let's go get help now or I got to go. Right? Like, honestly. Okay, so here we go. It hurts. Like, it becomes more painful. <laughs> The last time I came down here and spent a week with her, she blacked out. She said she did mix of drugs. She wasn't sure what it was, if it was just a concoction of whatever she snorted. It's a hard three days. Yeah. I'm constantly worried, but um, I don't know how to help Pammy. I have no idea, honestly, anymore at all. Can I get a beer? Yeah? Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> probably help me shake some. So I think that like also has been making it worse all those years because no one really says anything to her and we're not hard on her. I need to borrow some money. Okay. Um, I'll have money tomorrow. That's good. Maybe 40 bucks? No problem. Yep. Of course. So I almost feel like slightly responsible as well. Let's go get a drink. (laughs) Stat. Let's get moving. Okay. Um, so the what happens there, in case you couldn't tell, is just Jenny. It's almost like Pam's the cool girl and Jenny's afraid to go against her. Like, that's how she's behaving. Like, yeah, let's get a beer. Yeah, no, stat. Let's get a beer. <laughs> we'll get, oh, we'll get yeah. you that. Kind of, because she's, I'm sure she's tiptoeing around, because as she said, she does not know how to help her. She truly doesn't know. Or maybe and, she's just tried so many things that now she's yeah. just like, okay, so for, just to get to the intervention, I'm just going to kind of play along. Sure, and I'm sure she's like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to have a fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to fight right now, because yeah. I don't want her to get pissed at me and not answer my calls when, it's, when yeah. we need her to come to the intervention, or you know. That's often the case, and I, I'm not going to lie, I don't want people mad at me. That makes that makes it really hard. And with my experience that I'm speaking of cryptically guys, it took me, you know, over a year from when I understood what was happening to truly, truly accept it. 
and accept that I couldn't change anything about it and that what I was being told wasn't true because this person doesn't live in this state and everything was being fed to me. I was being gaslit and it still Mm. took me, it still took me over a year to be like, no, this isn't okay. I know what's going on. I'm worried. You, I can't talk to you unless you get help. Like, and it's not mm. just, it's not just addiction. It's other stuff. And the, this person is like, wow, doesn't deny it, but it's just like, wow, I can't believe like, you don't trust me. <laughs> I can't mm. believe you're listening to this person and that person. I mean, I'm like, um, believe it. Cause uh, yeah. Like, I can't believe that you're not going to continue to play along with my. Exactly. And look, my mom's going to call you. It's like, yeah, because your mom is, you're manipulating your mom. I know. I know. You and also it's like, that's lie. your mom. Like, mm, yeah, that's. And also. The, the, that's like the last person who, abandoned, like in most cases, like the last person oh, who's going to give up. Yeah. On in this case, especially. And, and, and to have her call me and not even respond yourself. I, that's just proof that you know that I'm, that you're mad that I'm on to you. Mm-hmm. You're mad at me because you can't get what you want from me anymore. Like that's what it's become at this point. Mm. Um, So anyway, sorry, that's more about me. Um, But what happens is um, as you heard, she got, she got Pam money from the ATM so she could buy malt liquor. And I'm going to let the rest of this play out. Um, This is so malt liquor. Do you think it's like Mike's hard? Like Mike's hard lemonade? No, no, no. It's like that's malt. Okay. Well, but it's in a can and it's like colorful. That's yeah. what I noticed. I'm like, what is she drinking? I'm trying to figure I it mean, out. I mean, I just know it's stronger. I, a Mickey's, isn't a Mickey's a malt liquor? I was so cheap back in college. Like, this is why I don't drink much well, the anymore, thing, the probably. Thing is, but but like, it's like, I would drink the cheapest thing I could find. But Mike's the, heart you know, is, like, is like weak. Whereas what she's describing is like extra. She said it was three times. Yeah, three times. Yeah. A, she's like, this is like four beers. Well, they have one. Like four loco. Yeah, that well, that's what I was thinking because this is yeah. like twenty. Well, maybe I guess yeah, maybe it's something like that. I have no idea, dude. I'm, it looks colorful, so just, we'll, we'll figure it out. But she, Justine, tell us what is it? It's colorful and it's Canadian, uh, I guess. And what's or if, maybe yeah, if someone in Canada is going to buy malt liquor, Justine, what are they getting? I'm gonna text her later. She's but but gonna, Mike's hard, Mike's harder lemonade. Um, all those things. Though, um, what else? Steel Reserve. Oh yeah, the harder. That's more. That's, those are that's more. Mike's that's like ten percent, huh? Mm-hmm. My husband okay. likes okay. those. I could see that. I could see <laughs> and that. And those are technically malt. I think those say malt. Yes, liquor. they are. They are malt liquor. You're a, you're you're totally right about that. Um, I, I do know that she's drinking like some sugary bullshit, like nasty. Well, like no wonder she gets sugary. Exactly. I'm like, ew. That is interesting. It is always Just buy interesting. yourself a Miller High Life or something. It is always interesting to me when the alcoholics are like people that have at least partially a problem with alcohol go for the beer because I'm always like that's so much water like I'm not don't I'm not going to give you tips but like I don't know I guess if I were an alcoholic I might like I wouldn't sip my wine I would I don't know go for like vodka like something strong I don't know oh if you were an um you definitely I'd be taking shots that would be I think that'd be my thing I I mean there's an episode that I am going to cover at some point of a guy who drinks hand sanitizer because it's like I've watched I think I've watched oh we should cover it it's we is he and then the mom who does um there's also the mom with the mouthwash she's like the worst one you my gosh 
that is probably that that memory, is, that's like burned in my mind me too you know when i finally got on a &E, finally got figured out i could watch any episode that is the first one i went searching for like what's her three name years susan ago. i think it's susan i think Lauren. it's susan <laughs> I'm not it is i'll find it's it susan. i think it's I'll, susan yeah I'll, I'll find it and we'll cover it how about that okay but yeah um, the things that yeah. people choose to drink that i don't know why maybe it's because you know like i it's myself the, like yeah no i get it i mean i mean like i like to so see yeah, i like to back in the day i definitely like when i was struggling and when i was in my 20s i definitely would drink to get drunk but i now i get i get uncomfortable at a certain point like i'm like oh i don't, I don't and know. i just yeah yeah i get sick that's why i related or i'll get sick yeah a, i get like i i'm at like my husband just brought me my second beer with my taco bell that i Oh, nice. Yeah, he I brought me your, some Taco Bell. And I'm, so I'm drinking that and I'm like, I have to stop now because after this, because like, I, yeah, I'm a couple drinks and I get sick. You, Taco Bell's great. I ate my salad and my pizza before the recording and I will have I'm more. sorry. So that's why I, I, I messaged you. So I was like, I know. Sick. Do whatever you okay. do. Your yeah, I, like, I can always edit, but like, we keep it real. I don't, I don't care. Okay. Speaking of keeping it real. Trying to mute when I chew. I can't, I cannot hear anything. Don't worry. And I would tell you because <laughs> I am really sensitive. Um, okay. But uh, no, you're great. You're a very dainty chewer. Okay. I, in the, in the spirit of being real, I have to pee. So I'm going to pause mm -hmm. and like awesome. magic and like magic, eat a little bit. we'll be right back. And we're back and we're going to watch that clip and that clip sorry um we just had to have a long conversation about how soda streams work don't worry about it guys um but now we're back and we're gonna watch just the end of this clip of jenny spending time with pam um she has just gotten her money out of the atm and what you're gonna hear is basically pam's like great now i want to go get some speed so just let it play out and then we will talk let's talk about it um just the atm thing blows me away though Honestly. Nowadays, she's drinking malt liquor. There's 3.98 beers in here. Oh. With the percentage. Oh, okay. Meets the... Almost four beers? Yeah. If I just need to, like, maintain, I'll have about five or ten drinks. If I have more money, I'll drink more. Keeps the cycle going. <laughs> You know, self-destruction. Okay, cool. I'm gonna really run over there real quick. Okay. While I get my, my medications. Who's meeting us? You never met this person before or what? It's dangerous to buy dangerous drugs from dangerous people. It's kind of like becoming scary, you know? People dying from uh, fentanyl and stuff. 30 bucks. All right. Um, so that's the end of that. And so she's speaking of, which if you're not aware, um, the basically crisis right now of drug dealers of many types of drugs, not just speed or meth, uh, cutting their drugs with fentanyl in order to get people hooked because fentanyl is a very extremely powerful drug. However, it's opiate, right? I had that for my kidney stone when I was Holy in the hospital recently. Shit. Yeah, that stuff. I had a strong. huge kidney stone. It, oh, like no. it was. That's awful. I'm sorry. It was the yeah. At least she got. At least she got the good. Literally, the worst. It was worse than childbirth. Like that was that's the what, worst pain. That's what my mom I've said. My mom said literally 
Yeah. yeah. Ouch. I was crying, throwing up like constantly. Oh. And uh, like, yeah. Oh, and and how recent was this? No, maybe it was. No, it wasn't fentanyl. No, they gave me, um, what's the one that starts with D? Diluted. Dilated. Oh, I had dilated. I hated it. And I was on it constantly for like a week. Oh my God. Okay. So when I, when I, <laughs> you liked it? That was it? the only oh. part of it that was good. Oh yeah. And it, actually they sent me home with a different painkiller. I don't know. Another opiate. Sure. And I was constantly sick. I stopped taking it. That mixed with the antibiotics that it, cause I, it was like a long recovery even oh, after the hospital stay. Um, that's just, that's interesting. Like everybody's body is different. I was, yeah, that it's, yeah, because that was an opiate, but well, then the I, one they sent me home with, which I think also was, a, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, they're all opiates. Um, Dilated fentanyl. Um, and it That's made me so sick. I, yeah. Or it, it could have been the antibiotics too, because I was on a different one in the hospital. Mm. But yeah. Well, I, um, I can see how it's addictive. I guess that's what yeah. I said that about morphine and fentanyl. I'm grateful that I don't seek, I don't have drug seeking behavior, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, me by having it it could really because, like, if it was heroin, for instance, which basically is what heroin's basically street, right? Right, I could see you getting like, oh, this is available to me. Well, it and for me, it was more so that like I could see getting hooked because, like. Because I, I was in the hospital for about a week. Yeah. A little less than. Maybe and so like you were five, lit, like it was, you were And the first day or so, like I didn't. Yeah. And of course I had a terrible kidney stone, but like I wasn't like, I didn't feel like high or anything. Not, not that I felt high off the later, yeah. but it, it's not like enjoyable. They gave, they gave me a little button I would press. And I remember in the beginning, it wasn't like great to press. I would truly just press the button. Yeah. So you had and towards the end, you're like, all right, I'm going to press my button. You're like, you start liking yeah. it. You're like, okay, I'm going to press my, my button. Yeah. I'm not necessarily in pain right now, but so like, I can see for sure. Like if it's I'll say, not- I'll say of all the drugs I've had in the hospital, morphine is probably the one that my, that works best for me. Cause I don't really have side effects, but it helps. Um, I had mm-hmm. dilated when I was in the hospital, in the ER, like seven or eight weeks ago because of some like really, really bad, um, abdominal and spleen pain that it's I, it's just the worst. Yeah. That, that, that kind of pain is, it's a, it was a combination of things. Luckily there was like nothing serious, just a fuckload of pain. Um, but it was all, tr- it was triggered by a lot of things, including my allergy to soy. But, um, so I had a really bad, it was a really bad allergic reaction to soy, um, that I believe was made 10,000 times worse because I had COVID and ever since I had Mm. COVID, my body is not the same. My immune system is not the same and I feel pain where I didn't used to feel pain. And I knew it was my spleen because I've had mono. I had mono a long time ago and and I felt spleen pain because that's very normal with mono. Your spleen becomes enlarged. And it was the same pain except worse. And so I went to the hospital because I couldn't drive anymore. And they told, and when I called the advice nurse, they said, just get, get yourself to the hospital. Luckily, where I had stopped, there was one nearby because I was driving a long distance from my parents to home. So I was like in the middle. And I ended up in the hospital and my parents drove up. And um, yeah, I, I think my, I mean, my system is already really delicate and screwed up and I could talk about it forever. But COVID plus soy. 
equals not good. Uh, but anyway, they gave me Dilaudid. Yeah, because your yeah your immune system was already down. Just yeah, and now it's got yeah. and then and then what happened is they gave me the Dilaudid and like what it really was just like a really heady like head rush where I was like woozy. Um, it didn't make me feel like happy or anything. Not that that's what I was looking for. Yeah, but, well, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I didn't feel that way at first. Yeah, it, didn't, it doesn't like, do. It didn't do that for me. It, it just took away my pain, and I was just so fucking because they gave yeah. me morphine at it first. Little, it was like it helped a little, but it did not take it away. Like I was morphine still like in some. Dilaudid didn't really help that much, to be honest. And then they discharged me. Saying, so crazy the way like different bodies react. So that's why even like taking yeah. these drugs. But I'll tell you what, back to the episode is like crazy because everyone reacts so differently, like to everything. And and the last part of my anecdote I just wanted to share is speaking of acting differently is like the come down and like the side effects, you know, certain drugs can make you crazy. When I had, when the dilated was leaving my system, I wanted to fucking beat someone up. Like I, I was ready to rage and it wasn't. Were you physically sick or like mentally? Were you feeling like. I uh, felt. as it was draining from my as it was like leaving my system after it was done like the withdrawal i suppose Mm -hmm. i was like a like the fucking hulk and i was like mom dad i don't know what's going on i'm really really upset right now i just need a second it's nothing to do with you because literally nothing had happened i had to just like stand outside and breathe because everybody's felt rage right right but this was from nowhere so it was like, I just want to fucking kill somebody. You know, like, not literally, I never want to kill anyone ever in my life. But, um, and you I would just, and yeah, yeah not even, yeah. Like, just... any little noise, any little anything would drive me crazy. <laughs> it, it, interesting. I get, yeah, no, I did not feel that at all. I guess because, like I said, they did send me home with, like, uh, some sort of pain. I, I mean, I think it was something very weak. I think I, like, a Tylenol 3 or something. Like, <laughs> uh tylenol with codeine or what oh you know, there, like, there you so, go party I, I think, yeah and i think <laughs> like so being able to take that for a day or two and then it making me sick i was just so Ugh. sick anyway from antibiotics make me fucking sick me too. still i hate like i like that's why i am I that, I, my I, last I resort i will go to antibiotics because luckily i don't get sick i never get sick i cannot remember the last time I needed antibiotics for anything besides a UTI. And so if I ever feel like I have a UTI, my last resort is like being like, all right, I'm going to go get an antibiotic. I think yeah. I get yeah. them so easily. I try to stay insanely hydrated. I used to get them all the time, but some, a doctor told me one time that some people have like, can't remember what it's called, but there's like, um, just your bladder is more prone to like yeah. the ner- the nerves in your bladder yeah. Yeah. to make you feel have those feelings of yeah. a urinary tract infection easier That's what I have every time oh, really? they test it and they're like you don't have anything and I'm like okay yeah so so I mean that's <laughs> and it the doctor was like you might need to because she was like does this happen too often this was recently yeah. well, not too recently but like a year or so ago and um yeah, yeah they mentioned that and I wish I could remember, but antibiotics, yes, make me sick. Do you get a yeast infection every time you take them? Because I fucking do. And that's why I hate, that's partly why I hate them. They wipe out all the good bacteria and then I get an yeast infection. That is, that is also a part of why I hate them. And it screws up my stomach. It screws up my gut. Yeah. It screws up my whole gut. 
I um, have only gotten a yeast infection one time from antibiotics. It was when I was breastfeeding my oh, so son. You're already full of stuff. <laughs> taking a which is just like a, an infection of a milk duct that gets oh, clogged. Yeah, totally. And then, it, um, right. So I had to take antibiotics and I was breastfeeding. So he got, and I got a yeast infection and he got through his mouth thrush did he get thrush mm -hmm. and it was the most miserable thing and this was in 2009 and so my solution for it was they have this i can't remember what it's called there but there's like this um dye it's not a dye that's the wrong word to use but it's a um pigment kind of like a natural probiotic of some sort i don't know something that you can put on the tongue Sure. And I, but it was purple. Oh. Like it would dye you purple. So he had a purple mouth, and I would have purple Maybe. nipples. And then I spilt it all over my mom's bathroom because I was living with her still. You had and purple so nipples like, for real. Purple nipples, yeah, like <laughs> purple. Purple That you know what? That's like when you twist someone's nipple. Purple. Nurple. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. You, you oh, had those for real. <laughs> Sorry. I did. <laughs> purple I was actually just thinking about that term today because Lola I'm still I still nurse her oh. sometimes and she just like will twiddle my other nipple that's like her favorite thing to do and it drives me fucking great like it drives me crazy all like oh. so I have been like taken to like cupping my other hand yeah you gotta cover that over. up like, and nope. she's getting mad at she's like oh, getting no. mad and trying to push my hand this is my comfort object, mom. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, 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 This no, isn't no, your no. boob. It's so now I'm like anymore. trying to give it's her mine. a stuffed animal to like. Yeah, yeah. Give her like a fake boob. Just... Find a prosthetic boob and just give her that. <laughs> I think she, and it's sad. I'm and just so, like, kidding. It, I start I'm feeling joking. guilty because I'm like, I read something no, no, one time no, that was like. No, a, that's okay. No, well, no, I read something one time that was like a they they touch you because they love like they love you because i used to get so annoyed when Liam would stroke touch my hair else. she doesn't have to touch your nipple i mean like just being touched anywhere like when i'm nursing i'm like look you're already touching me enough let's right. <laughs> like the like it's just the, the a, lot, a lot of yeah it's a lot yeah. i have a yeah i have a lot of sensory like things and so That's nursing has always That's been very really, like hard for me Aww. in some ways yeah i understand yeah, if mm -hmm. you if you don't like that intimate like that intimate touch, and this which, is the, this is the last yeah. thing I'll say, and we'll get back. But I also had this thing called D M E R D M E R, mm -hmm. which is dysphoric milk ejection reflex. So oh. when you're nursing, you don't just like constantly have does it make milk. you cry when you when you it, it's a lot. Well, for I'll tell you what it was for me, but what it is like is when you're. When you nurse, so yeah, like it's not like your body is just like constantly shooting out milk. No, it's like no. you have a, yeah, like a milk, like it, it lets down. It's called a letdown. Yeah. And so and then you can, can feel it coming on. Yeah. Like uh -huh. it, it's a feeling. I don't know how, like it's like, it feels like your boobs are going to sleep. It's very tingly, <laughs> you know, well, like yeah. it, it's like, a, and um, right before that would happen, I would always know because I started feeling homesick. That's like the only word I know how to describe it as. It's like, yep. I would feel like and, and like everything would feel wrong. I want to feel like a kid. I want to. And I was kid. like, I didn't feel angry. Thank God, because I googled this. So I, like that, and that's the only word I know knew how to describe it. I was like, what the fuck? And then my milk would let down, and I would feel great. It was almost like 
sounds gross. Not like an orgasm, but it was almost just like that feeling of like relief. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. No, that's a mental so, thing. And then, and then I, breastfeeding I would be great for the rest of the 30 minutes to, you know, 45 minutes. Like every, it'd just be that one minute that leading hormonal. up to yeah. mm-hmm, that like, and apparently it's like a, a pair, like, cause you know, when you, your milk lets down, it produces that oxytocin in your brain, yeah. that love hormone. And I guess like, for me, since my brain is so chemically fucked up, like in a lot of ways, like well, it'll drop unhappy. It like my dopamine will drop yeah. like right before that. And then just like peak back up again. So it's like, it makes and sense. And so then you feel fine. It's so crazy. So all I knew how to search was I feel homesick when I breastfeed. Cause I was like, that's the way I know how to describe it. Yeah, I'm just actually, like that, that sad makes a lot of sense to me. and a little anxious. Like that very word anxious. Is, is very close mm-hmm. to my heart too. I remember even as a child feeling that way and being like, why do I feel this way when I am home? <laughs> like it's a, it's a very deep sadness. Like I mean, I, I have a, a, a great mom. So I was always very sad to be away from her. Sure. And, same, um, same, same. I oh, loved gosh. my, I, I just loved my home so much and so then like I would leave and it just felt like wrong right anyway so the, this thing is so crazy to have and yeah Love um, to be some sad. women feel like like sadly for them like angry and like mm. resentful and like rageful yikes I'm like I can't. but thankfully it only lasts a minute so like like me after if you're out the there and you're hearing and you're this makes you scared of breastfeeding like it truly lasts like if you're out there just minute. just know that there's support <laughs> Betsy found it just yeah, it's like yeah. and then and truly that's the treatment is just knowing it exists you're like oh okay cool yep. once you know it exists it's fine because like i said it's it so such a short tiny period of time just close you know your eyes it's and, like, reality versus hormones right so that's exactly yeah. it's just chemistry and it's actually kind of validating of other um things too because it just makes you think of all the crazy things hormones and um, oh fuck like a brain chemistry like, like we could our, do like our, a we could write a book on hormones <laughs> between you and me. I and met a girl at the pool the other day who um, was blind because she her body produced no hormones. That's what her what? grandma told me. I was talking to her grandma. Like from birth? She, she randomly blind? told me that. That's she said her, she was born, her pituitary gland. Oh. Look, I don't know if her grandma is correct or not. This is just like, I'm pretty sure what All she right. told me is something was wrong with her pituitary gland. It produced no hormones. It made her blind, but yeah. Well, it probably produces maybe not the right hormones. Like, I, who knows? That's crazy. That's terrifying. I'm so do a lot. The brain is crazy. Addiction is just part of that too. It just reminds you of family too. Yeah, addiction is such a mental thing. Like, it's not hundo p. Like, okay, just stop. (laughs) No, not at all. God, as if I mean, I, I consider myself. Not I need. Not that I need to tell you that. No, I just, I consider myself a former addict or an addict in recovery, not from drugs or alcohol, but bulimia, like my eating disorder. Oh, right, right. thousand percent is an addiction. I mean, they feature eating disorders on this show for a reason. It's, it's just an, it's like an an obsession. It's it's an addictive behavior as opposed to an addiction. Food is an addictive substance as well. And I, I do qualify as that because I, as though, though I purged, though I was very thin, I definitely, definitely did have a long period that I binged as well. You know, I kind of did all the different types of disorders. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did the tour and then I decided uh, to stop after 12 years. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, now we go to what I call the homeless party. And because she literally says going to a cheap rave or something like that. 
and that's where oh yeah. she said cheap i thought she said secret oh maybe cheap. she did say secret she i hope secret. i hope secret. we're gonna find out in cheap. one second so with, much scarier with the screen cap we're gonna find out with the screen cap and i bet you're right and i owe you a coke um i mean a soda not no coke. <laughs> I was about to say, not the right time <laughs> i didn't even mean it okay um so this clip is called rape trauma i know it doesn't sound fun it's just they oh gonna, yeah they're gonna well none of it's this fun <laughs> they're gonna mention they're gonna talk um finally mention um and i only say finally because i'm surprised it was only brought up it was brought up this late into the episode they're going to mention and i, I wonder if it happened did wait i'm sorry to interrupt but did it happen maybe recently is that why this is can't yeah. remember when when yes happened. okay so maybe yes. that's why they waited so late because it's kind of like sure. a more present and they don't, still... but they just don't really deal with it. it. Makes me sad, but I guess the idea is like she'll go to treatment. She'll she probably didn't there. think of it as rape as at well. First. She says, yeah, she says that much. So I'm gonna just go ahead and play this clip. In an indiscreet location. It was techno party. <laughs> Two years ago, and told me she was at a party. Techno? No. And that she Oops. said, There's no, no, not techno. I just meant like, I mean, this oh, wasn't, the, the this accent. was only a few years ago. Like, I can't imagine someone saying, I'm going to a techno party. Well, because it's a homeless encampment. <laughs> like, okay. Because it's, uh, it's a homeless encampment. That's, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess that's true. She did mix of drugs. She wasn't sure what it was, if it was just a concoction of whatever she snorted and alcohol and then she blacked out and she said that this man had raped her and she had only partially remembered to a degree i blame myself for it i probably felt like i probably deserved it because of like me going and getting too drunk and i shouldn't even have been there protect her but also oh shoot didn't mean to do that um so here's the thing about self-blame it often comes about because your brain cannot figure out why this happened to you and it feels like if i blame myself at least i have an answer right but then you hate yourself and you're not being treated for the trauma so it's not helpful but it's a very very natural instinct and obviously like i said Pam has no self-esteem. And so it's very easy for her to say, well, it's my fucking fault, which is and really shame sad. So just sad. perpetuates all of this. Shame I mean, speaking shame. from experience, yes. I mean, yes. I, I haven't, thankfully, like you said earlier, I don't think I'm a drug seeking person, but like shame has, I do have other oh, bad yeah. coping mechanisms, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sure, sure. And shame is the, the biggest uh trigger catalyst of all of them you know like that because you start hating yourself i'll say the same and, thing for me i think you deserve it yep and i'm sure she's just now in like a at a point especially like after losing a child like and like you know i had i made a lot of mistakes when my son was younger before and when i was a single mom and you were young like almost like you're like, well, like, well, fuck, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I just am thankful I had so much support. Like, and so I can't imagine, like, she's just like, fuck it, like, fuck it. Like, I'm already, I've already ruined my chance. 
Yeah. I've, I've ruined him. I might as well just stay away. Right. I think right, that's right, the right. point she's at. Self-destruction. Like, like yeah, I'm a ideation. I'm terrible. I should just stay away. Who's yeah. better off? Um, you know, I, that's a common theme. And a lot of times, excuse me, it's a common theme in this show for the addict's parents to have that attitude. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it's interesting and value, very valuable that Pam's dad, um, though he was addicted for so long, is in recovery, isn't condescending, and um, is able to not be like, I fucked up so much. Why bother? Like, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of strength. Like, I'm not saying he should feel that way. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I would feel that way. I don't I get, know. How yeah. I, I like, I love him I in the know. intervention. Like, I, I think he, I really, I really like yeah him he seems very soft i respect him he's a lot, very yeah. soft and and um look i there's a lot of addiction in my family and i don't i can self-aware, see why. self-aware. i can see why <laughs> like it is not because people just randomly decided i want to be an addict like right. fuck, dude. yeah who wants that like yeah who wants this no no who one wants to true. not have contact with your kid like and oh god i don't think anyone i can't yeah. i can't imagine that truly um a divorce sounds hard enough <laughs> let alone this um okay so yeah. after this clip we we see um uh pam she skateboards skateboards out away from wherever she was that i love that she skateboards i know i kind of love that too um and she talks about how she's on welfare but she this is where she's like yeah that's- passing blame passing the buck a bit and she's saying like she's blaming this quote system and like my stuff's in a bag the standard of living is here is too high how am i supposed to find a place to live and it's like well Mm. i don't know how you can really say that when you're not even like making an income like you're not even trying she couldn't hold down a job right now that makes me frustrated she's not wrong the cost of living almost everywhere was impossible she's not wrong but oh yeah of course that as an excuse is not going to help her is all i'm saying yeah and that's not also i i don't believe that that's the reason she's homeless no. because it's not like she was paying rent and she was living with her dad i assume no and then and that's not an apartment she's homeless rent, he but she lost her job like she didn't couldn't work oh right and then but she thought her dad should have to pay for it and then he didn't and i'm sure someone would let her stay with them i bet they did in they, their family like they left out she, like 12 years like we don't know where she was oh she goes to stay with that one gross friend for a night oh god yeah that's coming up i have that clip it's disgusting oh, okay um Oh, that guy's so gross. Uh, okay, so she skateboards, blames the system, and um, we get a little snippet of the uncle, Uncle Bob, saying, you know, he blames the dad, um, the dad who is named Rick, and um, so Bob's talking about Rick, and then I have the clip that is reunion with dad, and as I've mentioned before, so Pam's not a mean person. She's not volatile. She doesn't talk shit. She's never mean to anybody. I just want to put that out. Like when we watch this show, it's very rare that someone is kind uh, and, and not mean the entire time and not like yelling at people that it's their fault. Um, but it also sheds light on how much she blames herself. That's why, yeah. And that's also another reason why I think that that is a little, and I'm not using soft as an insult at all. Like to no, mean like in, a masculine, like I, I meant like, like he seems more gentle I don't think he was verbally abusive like the stepfather was. Because both of these girls, too, like, they don't seem 
angry. They seem yeah. like sad. There doesn't seem yes, to be a lot of anger angry. in this they're situation. Not angry, they're sad. There's no one like no one's yelling at each other. You covered an episode recently of um a girl she had I think she's addicted. Yeah, mm-hmm. Everybody, and yeah. they were all just so fucking angry. That and was it's just so like, hard this for me is... to get through. It was so triggering. And um, I mean that one is just and this one reminds me, this is more relatable to me because yeah, yeah. my, my family doesn't get mad. They get, we get sad. So, See, and that's how I, I feel my like my family does not scream at each other. Know, my dad has like some, like uh, we used to joke as a kid, like when he would get mad, sometimes he'd be like, he'd like make like, our joke was like the worst thing he'd ever get do. Mad, he only gets mad at the computer. That's so funny. No. <laughs> yeah, my dad. And so I also grew up with a very, but my dad is also very masculine and not, not emotional. He's like not emotional at all. Like he's very even keeled. Sure, sure, sure. My mom is fucking crazy. Me too. So that's where we all get it from. But like, at my but my dad and so that but she always says that she's like Betsy you need to find a man who is like your dad and like I didn't believe it for the longest time I was oh my god but like Tyler is so much like my dad (laughs) isn't that interesting like yeah and not in a like a weird because actually my husband my dad is very like I said mass traditionally masculine yeah and like he loves sports like like that's their like my dad and my brothers like are very sports 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 fishing outdoors like kind of stuff and my husband is not at all but um, in personality yeah like fundamentally like, yeah same my mm-hmm. dad and my so husband. even keeled yeah. just like chill temperament um attitude temperament. uh tolerance patience um patience uh-huh pa- and like um John, uh, John is just yeah I, I don't know what's the word that I'm what yeah he's just go with very go with the flow like flexible. if someone's gonna change what flexible yeah flexible yeah and so that's how my dad was too and like or if something bad happens it's just like and everybody I dated okay. was like, like it's not that's not bad it's just like a thing that happened yeah everyone I dated before was like an asshole that was the opposite <laughs> my dad isn't it great when you like finally then find you're like oh shit yes oh my god what was i fucking doing as much as i believe like i you know i felt love for people in the past and i felt like i was in love like i'm not gonna say this is the only time i've been in love but like i didn't know i didn't this i didn't get i didn't get it this no and i that's I don't know that you say that. That makes me so um, happy for you and in your nuptials. Because that's that's like the honestly, like I feel like that's the advice I would give someone. Yeah, like it's not. I mean, John always said this too. This is another reason why I love him. Like he's not on like a pursuit of happiness. That sounds bad. Like he's just very about because that's so fleeting too. It's just very he's like I'm just oh. content. I'm good. Yes. And I know that sounds boring, but it's like he just wants a good happy life with his family. That's like it's Kyler too. Like, um, Kyler's yeah. biggest like, stress. I'm good. He's like yeah. yeah. Kyler's biggest stress is just providing for what we have now and like for having yeah. a family. You yeah, know? and like, that's fucking stressful. Don't get me wrong. And he's like, he's not trying stressed. to be like a fucking Elon Musk over here or any stupid shit like most of the guys in this area, right. you know. Oh, right. Oh, no, not. Yeah. No, my husband is actually probably trying. He would love to be Elon Musk. No, that that's not what I mean. He wishes he was rich. <laughs> well, what I, was gonna... I just meant like his like when something bad happens, 
Sure. Um, I don't think he reacts like I do. Like I'm oh, very yes. like yeah. He's even I'm like, like you said. okay. Like <laughs> I lose uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I lose it. Like I'm not in that. And I and I've always dated um, people who also lose it. Were similar, yeah. Yeah. Because same. I thought I wanted like like that kind of passion. Like, I thought I was, I I decided that that was passion was like but I then now I, I'm like that's yeah, so like, stupid. Like I mistook I mistook stupid. volatility for passion. Yeah, that's a great exactly that's a great way to put it. But yeah, so my I husband think, reminds yeah. me of this guy, and also my dad, her dad. They all remind me of this guy. The, yeah. Because um. I see what you mean they don't well, they, yeah they just don't seem angry no no and that's yeah they're not bad people it's a good sign in some ways I feel yeah like they're anger not is bad a people. very hard i don't thing. know about the mom though jury's out of the mom but like everybody else is fine oh yeah true jury is out on the mom we don't although, she, as, although she does hold hands with the the dad at the i know i saw that i loved that i, was, I did I too was i was like oh that. maybe she understands like more than we think she does okay I always so love it, yeah yeah, so after we get this discussion um, and, like, we get a little blip of the uncle blaming dad, the the clip that I have is reunion with dad. And so we're going to see, uh, or we're going to hear, rather, Pam meet up with her dad, who we've heard from plenty, but she has not seen in five months or spoken to in five months because of the dispute about money. So, wait. Yeah, sorry. Um, and it's his birthday, so she's going for his birthday. Yeah, well, why? I was just looking for him. Nice to see you. Mm. Been a long time. I've never met you in my life. Who are you? <laughs> it's sad. The last time we kind of had an argument, and it's been five months I haven't seen her. Okay. I got a scarf. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's your birthday. She wanted me uh, to lend her money to pay her rent, but I paid many of her rents, and I, I just told her, I said, get a job, do like me. Three years I've been clean today. So if you want help, you got to help yourself before anybody else will help you. And I, that was it. She got insulted. That's the way it ended. How are you? Okay. I'm seeing her ages. Well, you're doing pretty good, actually. I'm proud of you. Three years Without in March. Once? Without wands? No shooting drugs. Without wands? Okay. No, yeah, no cool. food drugs. Cool. I was a Grand. grandson. I think about him all the time. I'm pretty sure he's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I would have heard. Yeah. He'd be happy to see me. Grandpa, grandpa, remember when the car, grandpa, go faster. Oh, he loves you. Yeah. But he's, but I up a lot. And that's where I am, so I have to really like. No kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying. And the thing is, once you get out of the maintenance, of having a child, it's hard to get back into. Mm, so many things said in that clip that. Right. I suppose that's definitely true. Once you get out of the maintenance of taking care of a child, it's hard. That's but- insanely true. Like, yeah, like I used to not have my son, even just for the weekend, he'd go with his dad before I had other children. Yeah. Yeah, and just like getting back into the. But another thing that was said during that that was impactful to me was. And the reason why I like this dad, I just feel maybe I'm, I, I know I'm excusing like a lot of terrible no, things. Like because so I'm like, he just now. seems good hearted. And like, he's like, he remembered a specific memory. And I'm sure that is like a really good time. Like he's like, oh, do you yeah. remember when we used to go in the car? And he would say, faster, granddad. Like it, 
and we don't know his history would, either like we don't right know. and i'm sh- like i'm sure that's like such a good memory for that guy that he probably like thinks about i think he loves being a dad and a grandpa that's probably part well three years sober his grandson was born four years ago that's i bet you that was his big push i can't do this anymore my daughter can't even take care of her son like i already messed up i you know in his mind already messed up her her life yeah maybe i can do something different yeah yeah. and yeah he just seems so um he just really seems like he loves them and and feels bad and just Um, like that i guess that's because he really seems like he feels bad a lot of times people come on the show and act like they say they're sorry and they say they've changed they seem insincere like he seems he does he feels everyone in this episode i like that you picked it because they they feel like and this is exactly why i picked it because it's very hard because this is like imagine i'm telling you all this about my friend and imagine right oh right yeah and how do you and then you know her so like how do you what do you do how do you what do you i don't know i love all of you but what the fuck am i supposed to do you know it's like i mean that's what at the end of this or when they do the intervention they're giving ultimatums it's for that's why reason. i'm trying to be really clear every time i have communication with any her or anybody in the family it's i am not leaving you i have to go away until you are ready to get better when you are ready to get better i will be fucking there. That, yeah the mom said that i will yeah. only talk to you about getting help at the end yeah she has yeah. a hard time with that she said that I, I won't talk to you she, that makes me think that she lived with the mom for at least a while because the mom divorced uh, like six years ago or something. Uh, um, so the tail end of this clip is um, uh, it's really interesting to me because it's a pretty frank com- It's exactly what you're just talking about. Excuse me. If you burp. Excuse me. They have a frank conversation about parenting between the two of them and neither of them are angry they're just telling the truth and she kind of calls him on his shit but she's not mad so um if you can't understand it i'll kind of recap what they're talking about but here here's she does slur she slur yeah she slurs oh well, yeah. she hurts her speech oh, she's she just, totally she's very slurry yeah what i just what i yeah yes i knew pam she likes to pretend that they are 100 opposite but um pam is absolutely falling into the exact same pattern as my real dad. I did my best. It's not like it's... You hear me? I did my best, Mom. I waited for you in the windows. Did you do your best? No. Did I? No. No, not yet. I wasn't there. Your mom wanted me to... You could have done better. I I mean, you don't have to say you did your best. Considering the situation I was... You did your best in the... Considering the situation. The situation that you were in. Yeah. She's hurting herself and she's hurting her kids and like I did, you know. But you don't see that when you're going through the action of, of the using and the drinking. But I hope he forgives me when he's older and I, I don't want to ruin his future. Can I say something? Yes. Words are easy. Actions are hard. It's mean. easy to say, I'm going to do this. Actions prove everything. It doesn't happen over a week. It takes months, you know. I would like to not repeat the mistakes of the past in my family. Thank you. I love you very much. I really do. Do you think the dad is still drinking, possibly? Or he's just sober from drugs? I considered that, but it looked like she opened a Coke for him and she 
but she had a mix, like a just his behavior. I'm like a little bit. I got that too. He does honestly. Maybe he does. And then he says something at the intervention, um, which I mean, I'll yeah, I'll just gonna tell you that. But like, like I said, I really loved. He's like, we're gonna get better while you're gone. We're gonna or something like that. We're gonna work on getting better. He did say he wasn't shooting up. He didn't say anything else. I I haven't shot up any drugs in three years. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, and like it's still an improvement. Well, yeah. I mean, and and, I mean, I think that yeah. And so I think, yeah, yeah. He just yeah, yes, he's still working. He is sad. It's it's hard to not like him or hard to dis. It's hard to be mad at him. Because he's, because he well, he's sad. admitting everything too. He's like, yep, yeah, exactly. Well, it's a less, I mean, a less he does say you did. I did the best I could. She's like, well, did you? And he's she like, calls him given on the circumstances. No. Yeah, given, I mean, and it's like, well, not really. Like, but that's the circumstances not the were language I would yeah. use. But like, it's like saying, like, like, I get what he's saying. Like, look, I was I mean, a drug addict. That's a little bit like, like that's that's a little bit like like Tony Soprano being like. I was a good husband given the circumstances. It's like, uh, uh, well, you know, because he's like murdering people and having uh, affairs and shit. The Sopranos. Okay, I've never watched it, but he's in the mob. Yeah, <laughs> so you need to know. <laughs> I was a good if person considering the, the yeah, true, true. That is that is definitely and it's a kind of the motto, but, That's kind of the motto of Tony Soprano, really. Like I'm, I'm a good guy, except for all. Yeah, that that's stuff. true. But yeah, at least he's he he's being so quietly defensive, I say that as I someone guess. that that loves Tony Soprano as a kid <laughs> yeah I'm such a fr- like okay I will say that's a good call quality I have I'm like a very forgiving almost to like a bad oh my point God, because I'm sometimes extreme. people are like well, no you're not allowed to like that yeah. person anymore and I'm like but they were nice to me one time <laughs> exactly that's exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about it's like friends will break up with guys and I'm like oh, come on like or or like friends will have fights with each other i've always been the oh person like, you should never have to pick between friends it's bullshit oh yeah well yeah. like high school I don't, high yeah, school I don't baby like, high school bullshit, i don't mean same like thing. college or like, like yesterday high school, <laughs> yeah yeah like my two kids made me my, <laughs> I was just about to, actually i would i do choose between them all i can choose uh sides <laughs> <laughs> you have three right yeah i have three so you can and I quite and like day to day, I have like a favorite kid. Like I'll pick. A <laughs> I get today that. was my son. He was very very well behaved. Everybody very gets, nice. He ev- made himself it's like, lunch. It's like being star of the day. Everybody can be be. Yeah, calling it star of the day. Yeah, star of the day, VIP, whatever you want to call they, it. That's they would love that. My kids are very competitive, just naturally. Oh, you should just make like a little, like just print out like a little graphic that somebody else made that says like star of the day for like teacher That's stuff. A great idea. Laminate because it's it. always like, I mean, and I laminate and I, that I, shit and they will go crazy. I judge it like on based on their age, obviously like, but so well, I'm yeah, like, okay, so let's see, how, let's see how much. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, be, who's like, listening. <laughs> right. For, uh, Y'all yeah. can hear. So who's listening? Guys? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I need to do that. Well, I'll often be like Lola's my favorite today. That's some or, free. That's some free um, behavioral advice for you. Interesting. Congrats. Okay. <laughs> I've always tried to make it like a joke, and then but then my my middle my middle it's kid. It's not about who you like best. It's about exactly. But my most. middle kid, my daughter Ren, she's so sensitive. 
She's but star, just like, but star of the day doesn't. And so like if I if thing. she didn't get star of the day, she would. Yeah. She has she has a hard time. She's got a lot of big emotions. She's maybe you can like, make several. You could do like best listener, best yeah. cleaner upper, best. That's yeah, that's whatever. Because if she just got words. one, she'd be good. She, but then she'd be like, oh, oh, oh I won. You and then you'll the be like, thing. well, then next week you gotta clean up all the toys because that's why he got it. So you you want to like, do what you gotta she's do. She's very competitive. She's my yeah, she's competitive and then sensitive, which is it's a bad, bad combination. Right. But well, well help. it's a it bad combination. Yeah. By bad I mean like um explosive. Yeah. Well, it could for help. A, for a small child who has who obviously, because she's a small child, has emotional degrade deregulation sometimes could like could help could help her though in the long run understand oh yeah that oh i you know i work for what i earn i don't have to earn everything i can mm. be satisfied kind of thing yeah exposure therapy she, anyway yeah <laughs> she's, she's i'm here all i'm here all night i know she's they're all they're all precious baby mm. angels um so the next clip is the pre-intervention and as betsy has teased it is there's a lot revealed here um betsy i owe you an apology hmm. i have to pee oh that's okay. fine i have more taco bell okay enjoy your taco bell and i'll be right back <laughs> no it's and we're back and we're going to talk about the pre-intervention and you're going to hear lots of people talking and I think I may have cut this clip a bit so if you hear like a weird like sh like shift it's just because I cut from one clip to the next um so we've got the error start from one part to the next so that I wasn't filling you with white like with blank space or white noise uh this is the pre-intervention. Okay, that's correct. I combined two clips, which I called pre-intervention and boundaries, bro. So those two are going to play. Um, we'll talk in the middle because it's a little bit long. Um, and then we'll get into the intervention. So here's the pre-intervention where the interventionist who looks like a Kindle, but like I'm not judging him i like him like, so much. no no no, no. Mm -hmm. i like him i love him yeah. doesn't he seem i think he's jesse he's so good and this oh, is really? not this is the... i think this is a i've seen him in other episodes and i'm really astounded by how well he is in control of the situation and other he's people in control don't... and he just other people don't caring. even realize he's in control he's good yeah. and he's oh, fucking that is a good way now. to put it yes yeah just as someone who works in this field it's like you'd think he would be like a seventh heaven character, but no, he is really <laughs> just because how he looks. Love that show. That was like my family show to watch. I watched it too. Um, but anyway, he he has a way of communicating, even when he is disagreeing or actively telling you you're doing something wrong. He has a way of communicating in a way that makes people trust him. As they he should. doesn't even sound like he's no because you said that, and I'm like, when was he disagreeing? Because well, I'm like, not, I'm like, I'm not, no, well, no, no, because, no, but you're right. It, it he was because yeah. he pushed back, but in like a in an effective way and in so, a way yeah, that that gave them. I love, I like him. He's sort of he's giving, he's prompting them to feel like they are the ones making the decision, and that's yeah. what 
you should it is, yeah, should not be even in a, yeah, it should that be sounds their decision. <laughs> no, 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 he, no, he's, no, but yeah. like, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's not like a Manson situation. No, no, You'll no, hear it's, it. It's, he has to be like control. He's, cre- he's presenting the situation in a way yeah. where they are not going to get their shackles up. It just their, seems like their really shackles, their hackles up. They're not going to be upset. They're not going to be defensive. They're just going to be like, yeah, actually, maybe we should talk about this. And maybe I can admit to that. And maybe that yeah. is true. And he doesn't make them shame anybody. I was just watching yeah. an, uh, an episode, more current episode from this season, which I will probably cover. And he was talking to a family who the parents, God, it was so fucked. Um, I think it's Daryl. I could be wrong. But um, I'm going to follow. I'm going to cover it. But like he's talking to these parents that are true enemies like they don't see each other they don't talk they don't have anything to do with each other especially because the mother kept the children from the father for years simply because the father admitted that he was transgender which is fucked oh so what is that called parental alienation yes and so naturally the father who is now female um Mm. is very angry and this guy jesse Gets him to fucking hug, dude. This guy oh my is God. the master. Okay, so I aspire to be like him. That's so great. Because when that, I call him like... a Ken doll, I do not mean that he's not good at his job. I'm no, just saying, no, 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 no. And he's good. well, no, he's cute. I mean, and I'm, I can't deny that that's part he of looks his like, charm i gotta he's, be honest he's, he's, he's he looks like uh like a youth pastor for a Christian church. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that. Wait, but actually, I have a bad like. I do not, too. Not experienced, but just like a bad vibe image I, of you. They, they, I do too. That's they what always I mean. have like one. He sleeve, looks like he's right? going like to be one way. That's exactly what I mean. He seems like he's going to be one way, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I am not a youth Christian pastor uh, type of person. So that's why I said it. Okay. Anyways, enough teasing. Here he's we go. great. Yeah. He's the best. We're just. We're gonna and here he is now. No, I'm just kidding. I wish, dude. Mm-hmm. Should I just start stalking him to see if he can mm-hmm. he's come on the show? Jesse! Oh. I need to watch more of the recent episodes. Hi everyone. On I'm Jesse Hansen. I'll be your interventionist today and tomorrow. The main purpose of today is that we're gonna work together as a team to create the best intervention possible for Pam in the <laughs> hopes of not just saving her life, but really giving her a chance to heal. Because the pain is what is guiding that repeated abuse things that have happened in their childhood. It has to do with multi-generational patterns. I know this is uncomfortable subject material, but it's something that I want to be able to go into with you guys. Let's just start to open this up. You know, our stepdad, he was just hard on her, you know, with abuse and that kind of stuff. And our stepdad also had those same problems when he was younger. So I think he didn't, he never got to deal with his issues. And so then he didn't he, really know how to help her. Exactly. So he was just hard on her and... Initially, I was very vocal. And, um, yeah, he... This is Pam's mother speaking about her role in the stepdad's abuse. He didn't like that at all. So I kind of went submissive. You know, understanding, too, from the perspective of a little girl, there's a part of her that wants you to protect her from something like that. And you were in a tough place of probably wanting in some ways to protect her, but also wanting, not knowing how, because you're walking on eggshells too. I, I didn't hear, I didn't know all that part from what she, the abuse, I didn't know about that. This is Uncle Bob, and this is where you can really hear his accent. 
um, the first time I hear it. So I guess she was, like you said in the past, she was looking for a father image. And uh, when she came down to Montreal, she was oh, probably in her head, she was thinking, God, I'm coming to see dad, I'm going to be with dad, I'm going to be living with dad. But she went from one extreme to the other extreme. <laughs> right. I was using a lot of drugs, and to me, doing drugs was, was like going to work. It was like a job for me. It was normal, you know? So I didn't see the harm I was doing when Pam came in. But when I look back today, uh, it was a lot for a 16-year, 16-and-a-half or 17-year-old girl to, to live through, you know, because it, it was chaotic in there. You know, I appreciate your accountability, Rick, around that, and I definitely agree with you that probably wasn't the healthiest parenting model, you know? But I also know there's other factors because it's it's never just one one reason or one person. You know, it's not even that like... An example like, of how good Jesse is. Jesse's the fucking best. You know what it is? It's not even that he's like, looks like a youth pastor. It's he looks like what, like, like a horny Christian girl would draw Jesus as. <laughs> I'm the worst person in the world. Oh my God. Sexy Jesus. He is a sexy okay. Jesus. He's a sexy Jesus. Yeah, I mean, really, he looks like a, he's like a, yeah. Oh, yeah. He reminds me of like Unsaved. Do you remember that movie Saved? Fuck. Seriously, Betsy, that's exactly what I was thinking of this whole I love time. that movie so much. When I, am, I was talking um, about him with that why, movie. Have, why haven't we covered it i just threw my tissue at the screen we that have is to cover that movie. like that okay i'm dead Please. like that, I, that's i haven't mentioned like second to garden state honestly i watched that movie constantly. you know as a pregnant teen like i'm obs as oh, a former pregnant fuck, teen i'm fucking obsessed of with that course. movie like uh, it all makes I, sense oh i love it so much i also have a boyfriend in high school who is now gay yeah, me or too. not Woo! now gay. That sounds who who he was has all come out. I dated a gay yeah. guy in high school. It was all good. He's not bi. Yeah, he's not bisexual. He's 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 come out. That's good. Um, oh, okay. You're right, and um, that's cool. So it's like I've got like kind of a mixture like experience with this movie. I love it so much. But I do you remember that scene? Like he reminds me, yeah, of um when Jesus is in the pool and he's like, mm -hmm. yes, worry, when she, where she's like, you. think it's she's drowning. <laughs> Uh, but just her boyfriend is so great. Like, her, oh, her ex, I guess. And I love that. He uh, he's like, Mary, or Scooter, Mary, this is a Vespa. That's like one of my favorite lines where he like pulls up to her house. She's like, are you going to ask me out on your, your scooter? Oh, Patrick. Uh, what's his name? Patrick. Um, shoot. You're frozen and I can't remember his name. I love that. I love that actor. Um, let's see. Betsy disappeared. Let's look up his name. You guys know him. He was in Saved. He was in White Oleander. Saved cast. Okay, we're going to go ahead. Patrick Fugit. Patrick Fugit. Still hot. Um, still great. Um, you guys, Mandy Moore's in that movie. She plays Hillary Faye. She's phenomenal. And I don't know how you feel about Macaulay Culkin. I'm a fan. Always have been. Um, uh, he's a little weird, but you know, it's fine. And he is in this film and he's great. Um, so in saved. So Betsy and I will def share that Betsy's missing. She's MIA. So what we're going to do is we're going to pause the record. And when we're back, Betsy will be back. 
And we're back. Betsy's back. We couldn't go on without Betsy. Right. I was just remembering his name is Patrick Fugit, the one that has Oh, Patrick Fugit. Yeah, he looks like my um he looks like my son's dad. And, oh, really? Oh. That's what my son's dad looks and like. He looks was like a mixture in- of him and I'm not trying to sound like this is the hottest dude in the world because I sound like I'm describing like a very hot dude, but he's like a kind of a mixture of him and Zac Efron. <laughs> well, he does kind of look like Zac Efron just with a like yeah. a bigger like a and also like a Ewan McGregor vibe. That's what He's, I was yeah. My dad, my baby daddy, just when we dated, we, you know, this was like 2007, 2008, oh, sure. 2000, and he had, you know, that he had that colored hair and and uh, bright blue eyes. It was very like, in, like oh uh, sure, you know, the eyebrows, just kind of, yeah, very similar vibe. I dig it. I was into him, and I, I like, too. maybe that's why I like him so much. Yeah, it's like it's, it's nostalgic. Did you watch White or read or watch White Oleander? No. What is oh, that? Dude. Oh, just- Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Patrick Fugit is in it. Um, and also, the I can't remember the main girl's Sorry, name, but she's fabulous. I told me to watch that recently. Oh, it's so good. You'll get hooked immediately. And the book's also great. It's so dark. Just- it's fabulous. Um, think- oh, it was but- a book. Maybe that's what, maybe someone told me to read the book. Maybe think- it was a- I feel like the, book, book the movie, maybe it's great i'll oh, i'll yeah. send i'll send you the link okay so or maybe you were talking about it and i'm thinking someone were you talking maybe have you talked i bet it was me <laughs> i honestly could have been i'm like it was it have you told me this have, have i heard you have talk you just about been this talking about it i don't know maybe <laughs> sometimes i'm like oh yeah someone told me that and i'm like no i heard that on a i think i heard that on a podcast <laughs> oh i do that constantly i'm like my friend told me i'm like oh wait no i don't know them <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're my friend in my heart okay so this next clip we're we're getting towards the intervention ladies and gents but this clip i call boundaries bro because i thought we were done i thought i was done clipping the pre-intervention and then i was like oh wow no i'm not i really want to involve jesse like just being to these people like dude what's your boundary gonna be because you got to figure that out you know because they really have no idea as you mentioned earlier so here we go Everyone should drink every time I say, here we go. <laughs> I haven't noticed that you do that her a lot. Experience, there's very much an experience of you not being there for her consistently through, through life. Can you see through that child's eyes to how she could have that experience? Well, most definitely. For all the times that Pamela couldn't talk about what she was going through, it was just getting more and more bottled up which is then leaves her searching for more and more bottles. Boom. The experience of feeling abandoned, which then activates more addictive cycles. And none of us have to be therapists here to know that Pam's son is already going through that at a very young age. There's no way that he couldn't feel abandoned. Thankfully, he's too young to get his hands on anything, but it's already getting set up for another negative cycle. So that's another big part of our intervention is not just intervening with Pam, but intervening on a multi-generational cycle that I don't know how many generations it goes back, but it feels like it's time to stop it. So what kind of boundaries are you guys ready to set and hold to? I don't really know where to start with her. You know, maybe not having any communication with her, not talking to her at all, you know, not being there for her. The boundary 
that I kind of already set six months ago when she said, I need money for an apartment, can you lend me money? But I've already done that three, four times. So in other words, your, your bottom line is, I will not give you any more money. You know, but it's... It's hard being a parent when yeah, yeah. your child is starving and not to bring at least a stick of butter and a container of milk and a loaf of bread, right? Yeah. Minimum. That's a tough one, you know, because I love Pamela unconditionally and there isn't anything that I would take away. We want to raise the bottom line because the way things are going now, it's not working. It's not, it's not getting through to her. Would she reach out to you and say, well, mom, can I come live with you? Because that's the only thing I'm wondering about is does it need to be named that she can't live with you? <laughs> I could, but then I don't have her back again. It makes me... Hmm. Well, you might see it that way, Liz, but ironically, you would actually be oh, well, I know having that. her back. But she won't see that. Oops. That's kind of puts me in an awkward position. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're discussing with the family. It, it, it's interesting to me that the mom hasn't considered until now that she may actually need to have a bottom line. Yeah. Like she thought the intervention was just like, here's treatment, and now you go, and if you don't I guess it hasn't, it, I guess it really hasn't been that long, though, that she's been in this I mean, that long, like, you know, her son's four and she had him for, we decided, I guess, at least a year before two, she really started to spiral. Two years her, was when she lost custody. So two years ago, he yeah, was two. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a long time, but. Well, and her mom has been neglectful for a long time. She's been able to be like, well, I don't know. I think she's fine. And if she needs me, I'll we, help her. That's true. She probably doesn't. She Well, yeah, I really don't think anyone that knows how bad it is, but yeah. also. You know, the mom put up with the dad until That's what true. he started true. shooting up cocaine. Like, is that that and that was her and disappearing for days? I think that was her, like, yeah, or was her, that later on? I don't remember, but it would seem like extreme her like final bottom line with him, even right? Oh, which yeah. I mean, again, I, like, yeah, understandable. All of this, I, I don't know, I don't think it's extreme to say don't she can't live with you because if she lives with you no no that's not extreme i just meant like it, it took the oh it took the extreme. getting yes. to an extreme yes. Yes. place sorry before yeah. she finally yeah. i misheard you yeah said this is my bottom line and no, so it seems totally like right. she's kind of a thing. yeah and um i i don't think i actually did clip the weird creepy friend um oh but, <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah that was this, definitely before this thing. but but um let's just talk about it so there's a point um, I think it's happening as the pre-intervention is happening. So she's with the weird, creepy friend while the family is meeting in preparation for the intervention. At least that's how they make it seem. Um, so we know she that stays the night with them before, right before we see her with this creepo, we learn that basically, um, not basically, in fact, uh, Pam must prove sobriety to a judge to get partial custody. So she has to be sober for a certain amount of time and prove it to a judge, meaning P test, etc., And obviously hasn't been able to do that. And that is the one thing standing between her and having custody of her child, any part, any visitation, any type of custody. So it is plainly true that it is her addiction and it is her 
lack of sobriety that is keeping her away from her child. So I just want to put that out there. I just want to say no one is doing anything to keep her child from her except for the child's safety. And right. I, know, I know she knows that, but it, it it's just doesn't it's, seem like the ex is a roadblock. No, she's, it's worth like, saying. going yeah, worth to saying. say, oh, you, like you're never going to see your son again. Like, well, I wonder like, like, what if she found someone, what if the ex is great? And what if she found someone that she really loved and that really loved her, but she's never felt loved in her life and therefore didn't think she deserved it and bailed. Like, what if that was, I had that thought too. I said, like, I was thinking like, what if he's a pretty good guy? Mm-hmm. but again that one comment the mom made right but made me a little hesitant but that is around that's hard that's why it's hard to know we and will everyone know. can we'll be never, there's no way everyone does i just think she would have spoken badly the that pam would have spoken yeah, up but they don't really they don't really seem to speak badly about anybody in this you know what i mean like no one no. in this family really trash talks anyone the stepdad no one's even trash talking the stepdad like no one no one I wish no one was. really says anything no. bad except for about themselves it yeah, just seems like a lot of self hatred yeah and like um yeah. calm yeah and um goes yeah. to stay we have this scene where she stays with this creepy friend he's this man who's probably like 35 he has like longish black hair he's gross he's greasy he has a home um, but she's just keeps saying like, this is my shit. This is my shit. Don't touch my shit. Um, and he's, like, oh yeah. Cause he's keeps her. trying to get, he's like, smash so he's really, up another he's like, one. Smoke. And even she is like, calm down, like knock it off. Mm-hmm. It just seems like rapey vibes. It's really upsetting. And oh, it, oh, yeah. it just makes you really glad that the intervention is coming up. And it, who knows when this occurred, but they clearly played it at that time for, for a reason. Like it's um, getting too. Yeah. And then, um, we are going to go to the intervention. Um, and I think what we've already mentioned this, but what's really interesting to note is mom and dad are holding hands in solidarity, despite the fact that they've been divorced for however many years. Um, they just both love, like, are, that's why they, I'm like, I really think they both, they I don't know about the mom. Like you said, Jerry's still out on her, but like right, the but dad, she, I think. She fucked up, right? She's not yeah, saying that's, like, they, I was the best mom I could daughter. Yeah. She's not saying that. I think she knows yeah. she fucked up. So at least she's not fighting a fighting. They both just seem to really love their daughter. Like at least. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. They don't seem like. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to get the next. um, Clip a doodle do up. Well, where'd that come from? I don't know. She doesn't know. Um, But basically, yeah. The next clip that we have is the intervention. And I, I certainly don't play the whole thing, um, but I do have a part where her, her cousin is reading to her. Her cousin's name is Jasmine. Jasmine has children, and so she feels really um, connected on that level. Um, and then you'll hear a couple other letters, and I'll stop it and we'll talk. I, I don't play the whole intervention, of course. So here we go. Jazz. I'm here because I love you and uh, it hurts for me to see you this way. But I believe you can be a great mom. I've seen you with him, playing at the park, snuggling, watching cartoons. I hope you decide to take the help we're offering you today. I just think of your little, just think of your little men. 
He needs his mama. And getting this help will give you the tools to do that for him. I saw the love in your eyes when he was just a baby. He had big hopes for his future. It's not too late to give him that. He doesn't need money or a big house or any of that. He just needs you. Papa. I love you so much. I heard the seat in this, but... Like I heard you by shooting Bill. I worry something bad will happen. I go to bed at night and pray for you as I look at your baby picture on my bedroom door. I love you, Pam. You're my baby. So, Pam, are you ready to accept this help that's being offered today? Obviously skipped ahead there, but they they do the huge where they're like, "Are you, will you go or not?" And then there's a commercial break, and um, I will say she did listen to everybody's letters. Um, I just didn't leave all. I didn't take a clip of all of that, but she did listen, and everybody got to read. What you heard was the cousin and the dad. Um, but then we're back but the half sister's not there is she she's there we just don't hear her read anything okay i'm assuming is she, she did then... or maybe I, I don't maybe she didn't want it on tv i don't Which know one is she she's um sitting to the like further left of her i believe near the mom i think you should be able okay. to see her after the answer so here because i know there's two other girls besides her her uh, full sister that we see yeah, there's the half-sister and the cousin. And the cousin. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought the same thing, and I was kind of surprised that uh, we didn't hear the half-sister say more. Um, but that's okay. At least she's yeah, there. Maybe just nothing impactful really they got. Or yeah. as impactful. So this will include her reaction and a little bit after the fact, and then um, we'll talk. And then we'll talk about what happened. This is the best chance you've got at actually having a real relationship with your son. It's definitely part of the bigger mission is to build a bridge between you and your son that can be easily traversed with love. I'll accept the help. You're taking a big step today to break. All right. All right, right. You're taking a big step today to break a multi generational family pattern. Okay. We're going to work on ourselves to be there when you get out and support you and help you. That's, um, and the, then, that's the line I love. Yeah. Says, We're going to work on ourselves while you're there. And no one asked, right? No was, one asked. Well, yeah. He at, did at least his editing left it there. He totally just said that. It was good. Probably what she really needed to hear because sometimes it's, you know, I, I can imagine she feels resentful. Like, oh, how dare you ask me to get help when and, you never did? It's amazing that she didn't say that. 
because she's so down on herself she doesn't blame anybody else it's like i know a good thing and a bad thing because blaming yourself doesn't isn't actually again yeah shame is probably kills you from the the main thing that keeps people in addictions yeah 100 they feel Mm -hmm. i think you're right like uh, i agree with you i agree with useless shame and necessity those are the two things yeah well um it's true so the last clip i have and like there's really nothing in between what we just watched and this it's you know they tell her where she's going she's she's receptive they take her to the facility and she's like yay it's in halifax and um you know the real update that we get is that little minute where we see her three months later how she Uh, and so here's her three months later and this is the payoff and so i will already say it's good the reason they talk about the weather so much is because she's in an area with seasons and it's now snowing. And when she got there, it was barely fall. So here we go. Oops, wrong button. The day I got here, it was kind of surreal. When I came, it was fall. It was really beautiful. I remember I came at night and when I woke up in the morning, the first morning, I was like, whoa. I knew in my heart that it was the right thing to do. So I've seen the seasons change now. You have. You've changed. <laughs> and them. I've changed. Yeah. Them. For Pamela, one of the best tools that we have used with her is acceptance of her past. And part of that wasn't forgiving sort of what things happened to her or what things she might have done, but more of accepting that these things happened to her and what could she learn from them to go forward. What I know now is that I'm the only one in charge of me. And also that we are not products of our past it doesn't have to define who we are and i just want to say um we know from the captions that and this is released now so they would have updated it it's 2021 they would have updated it so as far as we know and as far as they know she has been sober since October 19th, 2017, which is a long fucking time. That's like I, lit- I like cheer. I'm out so loud when I heard happy that. When they don't because- relapse. Oh my fucking God. But I really, I had faith. I didn't think she would because she's so like down on herself as soon as she was able it, to learn. Yeah, to just because herself. she seems so sad. And it's, you know, and that's, a, that's a, it's easier to feel sympathy for people who are like, sad who come yeah, off across as sad instead of well, angry and, and, I mean, and actually not, wanting help you know? yeah. Felt, yeah yeah and um and also I was just surprised because this was in the recent season and all the other episodes that I had seen from this recent season I haven't seen them all but turn out were well. yeah from like quarantine well they were just oh, yeah. recent and you know, so I was did... assuming that like if she was still sober it would only be like <clears throat> within a year Luckily, they and so I was like, "Ah, yeah." So exactly. So I think it was like the first six are kind of quarantine or more current. I think those are the ones I've seen because I've only seen America. I think I've seen one other Canadian one. I saw the Las Vegas one. They don't talk about it, but they just switch over to Canada, and it's like earlier dates. And I'm fine with that. Like it doesn't matter. They're all separate stories. Uh, But yeah, but they yeah they didn't mention that. I wish they they probably had because the been filming for a while and then COVID hit and they were like what do we do well, and then they released a season so yeah they filmed in Vegas I can see why Vegas would allow more filming than anywhere else well yeah it was one of also the first a great places place. to... yeah it's also a great place to go for the addiction I'm sure they're not done with Vegas because wow it's a, because it's a 
nasty city <laughs> i hate to use that word like vegas is destitute like there's a lot of because it's so manufactured and it's because just so like much hot goes i think a it's lot thick, of things like, come out of it that aren't great i know flat. there's people that love vegas yeah i guess but, i just even mean like the the geographical right coming from a place a that's nevada. also very hot nevada N- nevada, nevada whatever nevada. Yeah, it's very <laughs> flat I know I, I don't know why I say Nevada I'm from California but um it's yeah it is very flat and hot um you know my dad we used to go to Nevada Nevada um when I was a kid because of uh Death Valley my dad is a scientist and he really isn't geo- he's not a geologist or a paleontologist but those were like his interests so mm-hmm. like we'd go to Death, Death Valley and he like wanted to like you know do field research and shit um that was my childhood so like yeah how far from you how far from las vegas are you gosh to drive um you know what that's a great question because it's the next it's the next state over right it's not from california uh yes but let's see let's see i know cal i know california is huge like texas you can drive well, for like california a day is and long. not get out of it no no no, no but california is long so i wouldn't oh, have to go true. down let that's me see true. i, I like genuinely don't know so let's what? go let's las vegas how long would it take me to drive there siri um let's see from my location it's loading it's loading oh i was right eight hours that was gonna be my guess okay eight so hours. it's like drive. okay so I would have to go down a significant amount, down like southeast. It's southeast. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. It's not that bad though. Like it doesn't. Eight hours. No, that's a day. I mean, like, look I at mean, this, like you, like, you, you go there in a day and come back. But, like the map doesn't look bad. Like look at the whole fucking country. It's like nothing. <laughs> I mean, I used to live three and a half hours from my son's dad, and we'd make that trip oof, there and back every oof, other oof, weekend. Oof. Thank goodness, I you know we moved One an hour fifteen minutes like, down the road takes you through santa barbara it makes no sense okay um anyway kyler's gonna be like are you going to las vegas no i'm just gonna he doesn't look through <laughs> he's like why are you he's like why alerts? are we getting alerts for las vegas no um <laughs> no oh my god betsy thank you for doing this for with me i'm so i'm so happy that you're here i'm so happy that you're settled in your house i'm also mm-hmm. so happy that um pam did well i'm I really appreciate you covering this with me because this episode, yeah. you know, I care about all of them, but this episode to me would have been a, it, it was a tough nut to crack and I wouldn't have gone through it on my own because it was She's, too much. Mm-hmm. It was too triggering because yeah. of a lot of things that we said, you know, no one's a jerk. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It speaks, she's, it speaks she's, to real life. When, yeah. When you, you know, at first, at first, when you watch the episode, it seems a little, I don't want to say boring, not boring, but like um, uneventful compared to a lot of intervention episodes no one's screaming yeah yeah well yeah i guess that's what i'm like no one those are kind of the best ones but i totally get what you mean but that's yeah that's kind of what makes it so good is because it seems like and also challenging so much a lot harder so less larger than life like it's a lot harder to cut out someone that is kind and sympathetic and sad but is also an addict as opposed to some raging person that's like beating you up and you're like okay bye yeah 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 100 i and that's sad because yeah sometimes that's just like i mean that's clearly how they deal with it it's like well if you're out there person that i'm talking about and you're listening i love you Mm -hmm. i want what's best for you please call me 
and let me know when you're ready because I will help you get better. I will do whatever the fuck it takes if you're ready to get better. So anyway, um, <laughs> that's not the kind whole words. reason I Very do this. kind words. Thank you. Um, and then also person from junior high slash high school. Also. <laughs> oh, yes, your eighth grade boyfriend. <laughs> let me know, buddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. Okay. That's it's so silly. It's so ridiculous. It's hilarious. But it, it would be funny if he came on. Anyway, um, Betsy, thank you so much. Okay, so we are for sure going to cover fucking Saved. Saved. God only knows what, what I'd be without you. Oh my gosh, Mandy Moore. I mean, the Mandy oh. Moore of it all. I, uh, ugh, amen. Just... And what, oh, what's her name? What she is, is now song? like a mommy blogger. Sh- Sharon's, Sharon, uh, Susan, Susan's Randon's daughter. She's a is mommy her... blogger? She's like, oh, what's her name? Ava Marie or something? Yes. Ava, yeah. Yes, yes. Happily ever Eva. Oh, cool. That's her. Well, it's sad too. Like she pressured her husband into this is what Blogstar on Reddit says. Like she pressured her husband. Wrap it up with this happy little tidbit. Let's fucking do it. I don't give a shit. Um, Patreon people sign up for the Patreon. um, She pressured her husband into having a third baby. No. And then he left her during the pregnancy. Is that happily ever Eva? Is that her Instagram? No, 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 no. If someone doesn't want a child, you should anyway, probably listen. I just, I love it all. Macaulay Culkin. The, oh, oh, when you Lord. froze, I was talking about how much I love Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> oh, did I just freeze right now? No. Oh, early, oh earlier. Early, 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 earlier. I was like, Betsy's gone. And then I paused it. But before and I remember the song, they had their baby Dakota. I know. Oh, my God. Speaking of Brenda's song, did you, do you watch, did you listen when we did, um, fucking, what's that show called? Uh, Dollface on Coast to Coast. No, no, I haven't. I haven't listened. listened to that episode. We talk about I watched like a lot. What? Brenda's song. She's in that show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched like a. We call her London episode. Tipton the whole time. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. You know? She froze again, you guys. Like, literally, it was like fate. Okay. I may be signing out for the both of us. Peace out, home free. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I love you so fucking much. Um, please go to the Patreon and sign up. Patreon.com slash A-W-D-W-L. If you don't, if you can't, or if you're not sure, just tell your friends about the show. Like, literally, your dentist. Like, if you're just, like, fucking bored and you're in the deli and you're waiting for your sandwich to be made, talk about my podcast. They might like it. Be like, hey, and what did we learn? It's got all this stuff. And then maybe they'll sign up for it. Who knows? And you'll be my best friend forever. And you can let me know. Easier thing, leave a review. Please, God, leave a review. I need those. Uh, We need them. And also, I just want to let you know, Coast to Coast Cocktails, my other podcast with Justine, has a Patreon now. And there's going to be a lot of bonus content on that as well, even more than on here. But please don't leave me. You don't have to sign up for both. But again, if you have a friend or if you are not signed up for one or the other yet, I encourage you either either or both. www.patreon.com slash coast to coast cocktails. I love you all. I fucking love you all. Like the fact that I have listeners means everything to me. I don't need a billion trillion. I don't need a billion trillion dollars. I feel so happy that you're here listening and Yay, Betsy's back. 
here she is to say goodbye. All right, we're doing our goodbye bets. You ready? You are muted. You are muted a lot. You're still muted. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right, bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening, Betsy. Yes. Um, do you, you don't Thank have, you. do you have anything you want to plug? No, just, yourself. no, I have an Instagram, um, and you can tag me, I guess. Keep listening. It's I'll tag you. Bet's Kel, but, um, it's- and please <laughs> just keep listening. Cause Betsy's going to keep coming on until she yes. gets sick of me. And I've got um, some good, we want you on coast to coast cocktails as well. So we, I would love, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Especially for Patreon content, because I was just telling everybody that coast to coast has a new Patreon it's oh. gonna have lots of bonus episodes uh matilda and i just did an episode on heathers it was four fun. hours long it's so okay. epic and great and fun um there's a preview on the coast to coast channel for free uh, okay. but yeah betsy uh right. join us for some patreon I would love content to. we can do sa- we can do saved i think I would that would that. be yes coming perfect. up soon saved on patreon coast yes. to coast Check love out, to drink everybody. and talk about some uh, teen pregnancy Christians. and religion. <laughs> Christians. All right. Thank you so much. You were the best. Right. Goodbye. Yeah,